0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: Do you want the peanut beer? No, thanks. Look at this. On tap. For anyone who can't see uh, what's happening, he's just gone to his very own beer barrel next to the TV and it's pouring out a very large stout
2: see this is the thing about being able to do homebrews there's just a barrel which you have to hold oh shit
1: yeah put the microphone down otherwise you won't be able to turn off the tap cares more about recording his podcast than pouring a pint
2: you know I've never worked behind a bar ever I've never had to pour a pint that like I can remember. Have you not? No.
1: Did you never work at the Yacht Club when that was the thing that we all had to do?
2: Um, no. Did you not? No. I mean, there's a bar at work. I have to go there sometimes and help them clean it. But I've never had to like pour a pint, ever.
1: So the pints you're pouring at work are for yourself?
2: Uh, no. I don't know. You're not allowed no. to
1: pour the own, your own pint. <laughs> no. no. No,
2: I've never, never been allowed to do that. They don't give, they just don't give pints away at my work.
1: You have to pay for your own pints if you're like, after a shift.
2: Yeah, yeah. Do you, get, you really? Well, well, you get a discount. Well, actually, at the moment because of COVID, you don't get a discount. They're being quite frivolous, right? But um,
1: well, no, they're not. They're, they're being the opposite of frivolous. What's,
2: what's the opposite of fr- cheap?
1: Yeah, I guess it. What's would be more cheap. of
2: a fancy word for cheap?
1: Thrifty.
2: Thrifty. Yeah, they're being a bit thrifty. Oh no, I think
1: that's the same as frivolous.
2: Yeah. Anyway, this is this is a new episode of, um, I, I would call it Rollies Out the Back, but... How about
1: Brolies Out the Back?
2: Brolies Out the Back. Yeah, sure. Have you thought of any podcast catchphrases that you like to use? Like, what happened to all the mascara?
1: <laughs> I hadn't, no. I was just going to shout, keep dancing, oh, just right. because we were watching Strictly while yeah. dinner was happening. It's weird that show's still going. I'm quite, I'm quite amazed it's still going. Really, it seems very dated to me. Yeah. Now, but whether that's just because it's run its course or because Bruce not on it, yeah. Um, I don't know. That's Shows true. tend to do that, though, don't they? I think as soon as the original, whether like sitcom or like a drama show or something like Strictly, which is hosted, as soon as the original host or like the original lead, yeah, leaves. They sort of seem like they're running on steam, yeah. on fumes a bit.
2: I guess uh, it's just this thing with these talent shows—is they'll just never run out of material or content. It's not like they've got writers. It's just well, I mean, X Factor probably has writers for the, yeah. people's backstory, but uh, like you can just always just get another celebrity, and there's a thousand million different dances they can do. Yeah. So, but yeah, I know what you mean. Also, just uh, for the longest time, I didn't realize there was a difference between. That one where they're on the ice, dancing on ice, and Strictly come dancing. <laughs> you
1: thought it was like a Christmas special. I just
2: well, yeah, I didn't differentiate the two, yeah. so I was like, oh, the 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 ice one, yeah. no, the the other one where they're not on ice.
1: Yeah,
2: uh, I kind of assumed they were the same, but Brucey was the only thing that kind of differentiated the two for the longest yeah, time. Yeah. And now he's dead, and they've got rid of the ice one. Yeah, I'm bloody lost, mate. Yeah, I'm bloody lost.
1: Strictly is, I think, one of the only sort of. TV shows like the like the X Factors and the thing that the the thing that is like a seasonal everybody watches strictly when Strictly comes on yeah. kind of thing. That's about the only one that I'm sort of quite happy to sit there and watch, yeah. even if I'm not paying attention, because like there's obviously a lot of prep that goes into it. All the actors, actors, all the celebs on it, clearly work really hard at it yeah. and take it seriously, and do it with a sense of humour and a bit of fun. And it's not just Celebrity Vanity for Vanity Snake they all seem to want to do it and get better yeah. and sort of get into the mood of it get into the fun of the costumes and all that sort of thing
2: yeah I'd love to see one of them one week just be like fuck this <laughs> when they're halfway through yeah. be like you know what it's not worth this this is yeah. way too much work I've got blisters on my toes I'm not into this whatsoever
1: yeah. I couldn't even fit my enormous fucking cock into these <laughs> ridiculously tied pants
2: yeah well that was well, the, they did the film on TV uh themed one last week, and they got this poor joker, I don't know which one he is, to dress up as, like, Homer Simpson. Oh, man. And he, they had to do the Simpsons dance, which is just the Simpsons theme tune, which then they were, like, driving a car and sitting on a couch. But he had to completely yellow up, you know, <laughs> and he, he had the makeup on and everything, and it looked horrific, like, yeah. horrifying.
1: It does seem to be, like... You know they kind of series and series and series go on and on. They have to kind of think of new gimmicks, like Bake Off does, because they have like a bread week and a oh, cake yeah. week and baking yeah. stuff. But like it's getting to the point where they're like, oh, you know what? We've run out of baking ideas. Yeah. Why don't we have Parakeet Week <laughs> yeah. for baking? Oh, there's there's yeah. oh, let's think of some. Oh, I know. Let's have a let's have a Jim Morrison Week <laughs> yeah. for baking. You know, <laughs> whereas like Strictly has always got kind of a set. These are the themes. Yeah. They vary a little bit, but largely. Next week we're
2: doing the salsa. This week we're doing the tango.
1: Yeah. But for someone who doesn't like, I do not dance. I hate dancing myself. I find it quite uncomfortable to watch people dancing.
2: Yeah, Um, That's the worst. That is the worst.
1: But like strictly as as far as these sort of celeb TV shows go, that's one of the ones I can sort of just about sit through.
2: I can't watch Bake Off though. It's too stressful.
1: It is very stressful. And
2: also I hate, what's that, what's that? Gimp they've got on at the moment. Matt Lucas. Matt Lucas. I just can't stand Matt Lucas. No. And I know when Bake Off's on. I don't know what day it's on, but Tuesday. I can always tell. I can always tell from Twitter because Matt Lucas is always trending. Yeah, yeah. And there's just memes of how much he's just bothering everyone trying. He's trying to make a fucking baked Alaska, and he's there. Yeah. Making annoying comments. With the, um, I like Noel Fielding, but I yeah. cannot deal with Matt Lucas. With
1: the best will in the world, I know he's got sort of like alopecia or something like that isn't he so he's got he's like there's a reason he's got no hair basically with this (laughs) just hear me out hear me out hear me out this is this isn't a criticism of him it's probably it's of the wardrobe department on bake-off but if you're a guy who is shorter rounder and does look a little bit strange he's a strange looking guy even if he had hair and eyebrows he's a strange looking kind of guy isn't he yeah yeah why would you put him in really big Hawaiian shirts right, yeah. that just make you look even more like a thumb, yeah. basically. Like, yeah. surely the Bake Off, the I mean, Noel's a different thing in together because he's, you know, his style is kind of part of his yeah. kind of character. But like, if you're the costume or design, the, I guess, costume people on Bake Off where they decide yeah. what crew wears every week and stuff, why would you not look at Mac Lucas as his sort of, fra- with his frame and all that sort of thing and go... Let's kind of try and make him look better, you Let's know, a bit slimming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's not a criticism of him. No, so, yeah, no, no, Matt no, Lucas, yeah. when you're when you're I've listening, got, Matt Lucas,
2: <laughs> I've got no issues with him as a person. I've got no issue with how they decide to dress him up. Really, it's just he's just not funny, and he doesn't fit the dynamic of the show. No, I don't they should funny. get Julian Barrett to. Uh, um, Present it yeah. with Noel Fielding, that would be, or Richard Arwady, yeah, someone that works. Richard well Arwady would be really good. Or just have Noel. I don't know why they don't just yeah. have Noel
1: because it is a quiet. The stress level is high, but it is a quiet, gentle show, isn't yeah. it? So although Noel is kind of bold looking, yeah. and very colourful and all that sort of thing, all his humour is very sort of grandad, ironic, yeah. and, and very sort of dry and yeah. sort of innocently childlike, and that kind of works very well. For a sort of gentle, what is supposed to be a gentle but very stressful show.
2: Yeah, but Matt Lucas, everything he says is just so cringe. You know, I hate using that word, but it's just cringe. He is cringe. Right, the first topic I've devised. Uh, so last week we talked about Lord of the Rings. Mm. And um, I've recently started watching The Hobbit again, the first one, which I know you've got opinions on.
1: I do have opinions on.
2: We can get into that in a moment. If How long like. have you got? Um, <laughs> <coughs> How long is this podcast going to be? Well, well, we can we can carry on as long as as long as the book continued, which was
1: oh, 20 minutes, twenty huh? minutes. Yeah. So we go into a full Joe Rogan three and a half hours of me just moaning about the Hobbit.
2: Well, I wouldn't. Uh, no one wants to hear that, do they? <laughs> no. You could wait. What's your we'll go for? What's your top three problems with the Hobbit?
1: My top three problems with the Hobbit. Um, the first, the first problem I have is not actually peter jackson's fault or anyone's on the film's fault it's a studio problem yeah and that is that they clearly tried to take advantage of the film industry yeah. in new zealand like there's a great have you seen that Lindsay ellis documentary yeah, i literally yeah.
2: watched it last night yeah no, for the first time
1: well i read a little bit about it when the films were coming out because there was quite a lot in the papers about it and social media and stuff. And then when I watched that and she was interviewing the guy that played one of the dwarves, you really get the sense that, like, man, these studios are pricks. Like, they really are, like... And, you know, New Zealand, it's it's, it's a Western country. It's modern and it's all that sort of thing. But it is still quite small. It's still quite non-not-powerful and all that sort of thing. So, like, you really get the, the sense that, like, all the studios were, like... Let's go in and go in there, make as much fucking money as we can. Yeah. Rip off all of these people, um, doing an, pull an absolute blinder, yeah. and just sail off into the night, and no one's going to notice.
2: Yeah, because they didn't have a lot of um, um, unions and stuff set up yeah. over there for actors, and which like makes prompt,
1: sense when it it's kind of a fledgling prompt. film industry. I mean, yeah. you know, do people think of New Zealand cinema in the same way they think of? Like French cinema or British cinema oh, no. or American. You name, cinema? Can you name
2: a single New Zealand film other than Lord of the Rings, which is financed by a, um, all American, know, American company?
1: I want to say like maybe that one that's got Sam Neil and the kid from X from Deadpool in it. Oh, right. where they go wandering around. Oh, well, um, um,
2: uh, Hunt for the Wilder People, the Taika Waititi film. Yeah yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. But again, yeah. is that yeah? Is that a small kind of independent New Zealand film
2: or? I don't know. I don't know. That's, I think that might be an independent film. I think Taika Waititi, that's what he started off doing, because mm. he made um, Boy. Have we seen yeah, Boy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did that, and then he did um, uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Um, but he's the only name I can really think of who's kind of... We could be fucking wrong about this, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, there yeah, might yeah. Be. We could be
1: completely uninformed. But yeah, So write right. in if you're a, <laughs> a New Zealand filmmaker. Yeah,
2: if you... Yeah. Uh, it's. Um, yeah, but you're right. They just completely took advantage of these people. Like yeah. the the guy talk, talks about how he wasn't even invited to the premiere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of the
1: like the main fifteen yeah. actors. Granted, they don't do the dwarves don't do fuck all. Yeah, or don't do anything in the films but he's still cast as one of the named main characters. Yeah. Worked on it for how many years? Man's on the poster. He's prominent in New Zealand as an actor, I think, isn't he? Yeah. Like most of the Kiwi dwarves are probably pretty prominent in New Zealand as actors.
2: Yeah.
1: And they weren't invited to the premiere. That's what he gets. Yeah. That's what he got, I'm afraid. You don't have an opinion about studios.
2: Well, I think, yeah, uh, that was the the main issue with The Hobbit from what I can see is that the studio was trying to pull in all those different directions and, make all these changes and they gave Guillermo del Toro like 18 months to work on it and then when he dropped out they didn't give Pierre Jackson the same yeah, amount yeah. even though he wanted to start from scratch and also there was like a huge rights issue between like five different studios including yeah. like Miramax and Paramount and well, Harvey Weinstein yeah, the the, de- the devil himself Sauron uh, don't give Harvey
1: Weinstein as much credit as <laughs> Sauron is a far better person he at least made some nice jewellery
2: <laughs> I'm sure Weinstein gave away some nice job. yeah, <laughs> um, But yeah, that's what, that's from what I can tell. Like the studios, they also, they, they implemented that they wanted, because they did a bunch of reshoots for it and they stretched the films out to three when it was going to be two. And, um, what was it they put in the love story between Toriel yeah, and that's com- the Hansel whole poet. thing is
1: reshoots yeah the lo- whole love is completely reshoots post-production
2: yeah and there's that interview with Kate from Lost where she's like I'll do your film but I don't want to be in a love triangle and they're like yeah yeah no worries and then <laughs> no, no worries mate then, no love triangles yeah, here <laughs> and then two two years later when she has to do the reshoots they're like well we've just got this uh this got this stu- little love triangle the studio wants you to be banging a hobbit and mm-hmm. an elf yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and she was like fuck but what's she gonna do at that point she can't say no no. But yeah, well, well, whatever, she got paid, they all got paid. Yeah, but that's my, yeah. It's, it's just a shame that, I mean, I would have really liked to have seen, I know it wouldn't have fit, um I don't think the, fan, the fans of the original Lord of the Rings probably wouldn't have liked it, but I would have loved to have seen what Gilmaro oh, does. I would, would have done.
1: absolutely loved to have seen yeah, that. Really, just because really it would have been set. a
2: completely different take yeah. on the... It would the have been a completely universe.
1: different take, but you can, you can see in some of the interviews of him... Like once he's left, where well, he's really upset about having to yeah. leave, and you can tell he absolutely loves the source material. It's yeah. a, it's you know, Hobbit for it seemed like Hobbit for him. The book was like it was for every for Lord of the Rings was to everyone who made the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. It was really something that meant a lot to him. He's got lots of long memories from it from his childhood and all that sort of thing. Yeah. So yeah, aesthetically and stylistically, it would have been completely different to Lord of the Rings. Yeah. But you could tell that he would have still had the same want for it to be good and and sort of passion for it and sort of attention to yeah. the source material and trying to do it justice and all that sort of thing. So even if it was completely different to Lord of the Rings, I just don't care. If, like, I if think, you yeah. want it in the hands of people that are going to take try and yeah, take definitely. care of it, as best they can.
2: Definitely. And from what I hear, like Del Toro's vision for Middle Earth was completely different from, well, not completely different, but like he saw it in a different way and he was going to do all these interesting things with it. And I'd much rather that a completely separate thing in a visual sense than just like Lord of the Rings light which yeah, is what yeah. The Hobbit turned into but if we, it, the main thing I guess Hollywood learned from that and they're still learning at this point is never trust Guillermo Del Toro to make a franchise because he just drops out every yeah, fucking yeah. time. He was going to do Halo at one point I think. Halo? Yeah. The game? Yeah. Whoa. I think so, yeah. Well, that maybe been- that was Pierre Jackson actually. So he was going to do he. there's like a long um, I'll look it up. There's like a long list of all these Gilmaro del Toro projects that he just famously just drops out. <laughs> right. So that's a shame. Uh, but before now, we'll go for that first. Hang on. Um, Gilmaro del Toro dropped out.
1: The list is too long. Google relays 3.9 million results. I would have really liked to see his one. Gilmaro uh,
2: del Toro projects.
1: We're now going to get Siri on the. F-
2: uh, Here's a summary from Shut up!
0: This
2: Del- <laughs> <laughs> just goes on. <laughs> are they going to read the whole? Hour? They're going to read the whole. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got
1: a third person on the podcast today.
2: How are you going to? St- I can't stop it. Three.
1: Exit. Close it. Four. Four 3, That's okay. Right. So this bit will be edited in post production, like Peter's the love Christ. triangle. Right. So our our minor and Max's series love triangle is going to be edited out post production.
2: <laughs> right. Uh, screen Rant has a screen ran was the is it like a you know what, do you know what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, so he- Hellboy three was in the works for years that he really wanted to do, but it never. That, came I like
1: that original Hellboy. Yeah, I mean the second good.
2: one's just as good. As yeah, well I like them both. Good, solid fun. Yeah,
1: doesn't I like the the first Pacific Rim as well. I mean, I know it's popcorn action adventure. Yeah, for like summer blockbuster kind of thing, but. It's clearly done tongue in cheek, and it's not taking itself seriously. Yeah. And they've kind of worked hard to make it obviously not realistic, but plausible, I guess. As a as a kind of yeah, well, the way they weight the 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 what they call the kaiju's
2: yeah,
1: and and the Jaegers. yeah yeah the way they've got so much bulk and weight, and they're sort of slow and yeah. all that sort of thing. You can kind of think like yeah, in two thousand and fifty. Maybe yeah. that is technology. I, mean, never, this... I like that
2: it never turns into complete Transformers like, yeah. schlock as well. Like, yeah. the, the main thing that happens the rim is
1: the Transformers one we wanted.
2: Yeah, the guy uh, right at the end, he's like, fuck, well, we're, we're being brought into space by this kaiju. Fuck, let's use the sword. And then they yeah. have a sword. But that's like as crazy as it gets that yeah, one yeah. of these robots has a fucking sword. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's he the, was meant the, to do uh, Hellboy 3. I would like that. I would like Hellboy. I like that. I think Hellboys. the reason that they didn't do it is because it just waited too long, I mm. think. And also, I don't think kind of they were. Were they, very,
1: were they successful, those two Hellboy Not films? I don't think they were.
2: Um, I mean, I think Hellboy 2 came out the same sort of time. The Dark Knight came out. Oh, you've got no so, chance. Yeah, it didn't do too well. Um, they're kind of like just bigger budget cult type things. Ron Perlman's great in that. Yeah. Really, really good. Really good, like um, one of the classic. Perfectly cast mm. comic book characters there. Hellboy. Yeah, Halo, he was meant to do Halo. That would have been good. Um, yeah, he just apparently he just left Halo to do The Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then he left The Hobbit to do <laughs> Fuck all. Yeah. Um, Beauty and the Beast, he was meant to do that at one point. Sure. Uh, the Hulk, he was going to do The Hulk. Some other Ron Perlman thing, Meat Market, a love story, the Haunted Mansion.
1: I bet if you're Some if you Guillermo del Toro, I bet there's a little thing in the back of your mind where you're like, okay, what are my what are my biggest films? Pan's Labyrinth, yeah. obviously. You know, Hellboy is well known to everybody in a yeah. cult sense. Pacific Rim is widely regarded as far better than fucking Transformers. Yeah, and again, a bit of a cult favourite. Like. I bet you're looking at your list of upcoming films you got your name to and you're like, oh, I'm really worried. I can't, I can't repeat the magic in a little bit. Yeah. You know?
2: Well, he went out to, you know, he went on to do a best picture winner. He did Shape of Water. Yeah. And um, I love that movie. I think he won I Best, really best Director as well. So it's not like he hasn't, I mean, he's a fucking visionary genius, obviously. But yeah.
1: um I really, really like Shape of War. It's just,
2: it's just funny how he just fucking just drops it out constantly. He just can't. Yeah. He's got no attention span when it comes to his projects. Yeah. Well, anyway, I was sort of looking at this article um, before Lord of the Rings castings that didn't happen. Do you know any of these? I know um, Sean
1: Connery was didn't uh, or turned down playing Gandalf. Yeah, because he didn't understand the books or the script or anything yeah. like that. <laughs> and also, what blew my mind about that is that came up the other day when Sean Connery died. Um, in some of the Middle Earth forums I follow, because I'm an absolute fucking nerd, uh, they they'd offered for Sean Connery to take the role. Not only was he going to get paid, but he was going to get like a f- something like a ten or twelve percent share in all the profits. Yeah to take it and 10 10% 12% doesn't sound very much but from like the lord of the rings trilogy as well <laughs> yeah the not just one of the films but the whole trilogy was going to get like 10 or 12% of the profits forever <laughs> like yeah. for any dvd not just box office but any dvds merchandise all that sort of stuff yeah and they worked out in the forum that I'm following when Sean Connery died that like between when the f- the third film came out and when he died, he'd have earned something like $1.2 or $1.8 billion
2: really? <laughs> just
1: just from this. Never mind the money he actually made as like a salary. But that would have just been his kind of royalties, basically,
2: from the film. Yeah. So it he was him. He really didn't want to do it. He didn't uh, understand the script. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he turned down Morpheus in Matrix as well for the same Did reason. Did he really? Yeah. I really like Lawrence Fishburne in that yeah. thing, so that's fine. Well, I've got a list here. Daniel Day-Lewis as Aragorn. That would never have happened. That would never have happened. Interesting because, to think uh, of.
1: Daniel Day Lewis doesn't want his film total to reach double digits.
2: <laughs> well, apparently, Peter Jackson really wanted him, and he was his first choice, but I can he see, just turned I can, it down
1: over and over again. I, yeah, I can see him do it. I can see him being successful at it.
2: Oh yeah, definitely. He would have been really good. But yeah, you yeah, I mean, did you hear what he was up to when he was making? Um, um, Last of the Mohicans, he was just like living in the woods and yeah, yeah. fucking like building a boat. The or... guy he
1: plays in Last of the
2: Mohicans is basically Aragorn. Yeah. Maybe that was his. I guess I, I reckon he would have done it if it was one film. Yeah. I think he would have liked to have just spent three fucking years in New Zealand. Um, I'm surprised though, because if you like, in ter- like literature wise, the amount of stuff
1: about Aragorn is unbelievable. Like he's probably, him and Bilbo and Frodo. Are the three main characters in in all of Tolkien stuff probably Right. Like the most well known? Probably the most written about. So there's the amount of stuff that Daniel Day Lewis would be like, oh look at all this fucking, <laughs> all, look all this l- lore. look at all this lore I've got, <laughs> look at all this character stuff that I can just wet <laughs> my pants over. Yeah. He would have got right into that. I can see it happening. I can see him doing it. Yeah, envision but him. But I think this real. was
2: this was all, this is also also during the time when he was working as a cobbler. I'm pretty sure because he did um, he did. When he was working as a cobbler. Yeah. I was tell you about this. Do you know about this? No. Well, he was, when he did um, uh, In the Name of the Father and then he did The Boxer in 1997, he spent three, four, three or four years after that working as a cobbler because he just was like, fuck acting. I can't bother anymore. I'm just going to go to Italy and learn to be a cobbler. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the guy is an absolute loot. Yeah, that's what he just decided to they do. Take Suzanne's shoes to the cobblers. And he'd already won, yeah, he'd, he'd already won an Oscar for, um, um the, the My Left Foot yeah. and then he was nominated for one for um, In the Name of the Father and he's in his career he's the most nomina- most winning uh, best actor
1: and he won three
2: three yeah he did um, My Left Foot There Will Be Blood and Lincoln but he's yeah. been nominated like five or six times I yeah. think he is really good but yeah I think this was just during the time in Dave Lewis's career where he was just like Psh, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna, go, be, I'm gonna yeah. go be a fucking cobbler
1: yeah, I can see that the other guy that was meant to play Aragon, he was actually cast, wasn't he?
2: Yeah, Stuart Townsend.
1: That's it. I never remembered his name. Is he like Charlie's Theron's husband or something? Yeah. And um he gave or he was fired because he was too young. Yeah. So kind of fair enough. That's not really your choice. I then was like, Oh, screw you. I'm going to join up with the guy that was meant to play Gandalf and go and do the League of Extraordinary <laughs> yeah. Gentlemen,
2: which Connery did take, even though he didn't understand the script. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that was the film that made him retire because he was it was such a horrible production, yeah.
1: yeah. And like, that's one of the films you're like, Oh, when you're a kid, you're like, Oh, this is cool, yeah. I remember we had the DVD, we like- had the DVD. I used to watch the DVD loads, I'd read all those books about Jacqueline Hyde and stuff when I was at school. So I was like, oh yeah, this is cool. This is really awesome. And then you watch it when you're like, got a brain.
2: Yeah, so you're like, this, this is fucking. I can. it's yeah, that's a guilty pleasure film. I can. It's a bit of a guilty that.
1: pleasure film. The guy who plays the main like American lad in that. Yeah, never seen him in anything else. Yeah, he, he's the, the guy worst who plays, part about it,
2: and he's like the main character. Yeah,
1: the guy. The woman who plays the vampire lady. Yeah, never seen her in anything else.
2: Yeah, I've forgotten that she never existed. Absolutely no idea name. who
1: she is. The the guy that plays Jekyll and Hyde. Oh, J- Jason Furlong. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's a one really of those, good actor. Yeah, he's, he's in really all the Guy,
2: Guy Ritchie films.
1: Yeah, he's just someone that sort of crops up, and you're like, man, he should get more roles. Yeah, he's a bit of a Paul. I see him as a bit of a Paul Bettany kind of thing. Yeah. Paul Bettany's pretty like much bigger, obviously. Yeah, but he's kind of like just shows up every now and film in films, and you're like, yeah. And, and the the last yeah, few, forgotten,
2: he's really good. The last few years, Paul Bettany's become that kind of direct, that kind of actor. Like he's now vision. Although Paul Bettany's famously turned down. Uh, the King's Speech. He was going to play Colin Firth. Was part. he really? Yeah, but he turned that down. But he regrets that. Um, and after, and he was called by his agent just before he was, or uh, asked to do Vision for the Avengers. He was called by his agent, and he was like, "You're not going to work in Hollywood ever again. You're done." And then <laughs> Joss Whedon calls him and was like, "Do you want to be in the Avengers?" He's like, "Yeah, please, yeah." <laughs> and he was going to be in um, the Crown as well. They offered him Philip in the, oh, the, yeah, the yeah. older Philip um well, not, the Tobias Menzies one yeah but he didn't want to do that either well I think he was I think he's just fucking busy he's doing that Wonder Vision
0: show yeah, yeah
1: he's really good I think he Paul Bettany is probably in my sort of five to seven favorite actors yeah I'd say I'd love him in Beautiful Mind yeah Russell Crowe I do like his vision I mean I know it's a popcorn thriller and I'm so bored of Marvel but Vision is one of the more better ones I'll I like seeing in those films
2: Are you, Have you got Disney Plus Are you going to watch the I haven't
1: got Disney Plus I'm going to um, Probably catch up with Mandalorian And all these sorts of things When I go and spend Christmas With the wife
2: Oh Yeah I mean there's going to be Loads of content by then Loads of other bollocks On that bloody Streaming service There'll probably be another Streaming service out by then you yeah, have to get anyway
1: Probably Prime Flicks I think they should call it
2: Right Let's have a look on here more uh, Sean Connery's Gandalf Had a look on that uh, Liam Neeson as Boromir yeah, I can
1: see that. That would have been the first stage in his I'm going to make films where I just fight people Yeah, kind of thing. It well, would have been good.
2: Uh, Peter Jackson initially wanted Liam Neeson to play Boromir. However, the Schindler's List star turned it down as he didn't want to get killed off in the first part of another trilogy as playing Qui Gon Jinn. In. <laughs> Makes sense. I bet he, I, he picks, I bet
1: he wished he picked Lord of the Rings now <laughs> as opposed to those fucking. I can't, to be honest,
2: I can't imagine anyone else other than Sean being playing no, that he's role. He's
1: brilliant. And also that,
2: the way he looks just like David Wayham, David Wenman, whatever the other guy is who plays there. But yeah. yeah, the way they look so similar, I can't imagine fucking Liam yeah. Neeson and that, David Wenman, His, his brothers. Um,
1: him and Aragorn, his death scene with Aragorn at the end of the first one, fuck yeah, is my. I think it's my favourite scene in the whole trilogy.
2: Yeah,
1: might, like I don't think it's close either, to be honest. Yeah, I think that's far and away. Just the look in both of their
2: eyes, it's just. It's so emotional. It's so emotional. That, it's no surprise that there was all these this gay love jokes going yeah, on yeah, when yeah. Lord of the Rings came out. It's up. So, it just emotional. so full of man
1: love. Yeah, it's so well acted, and you kind of like, for like, I know I've got some friends that are also like really, really into the books as well. They were all like, "I'm glad they did it. Just like his death gave him just gave him some justice in the films because his his death is kind of. Kind of irrelevant. Yeah. In the books, he kind of, it's at the beginning of the second book instead of at the end of the first. Yeah. He dies. They sing a little song about him and then they kind of piss off. And it's like, oh, I'm sorry. I've died. I failed. The hobbits have gone by.
2: I guess creating that that ending beat, that climax kind of makes. And also, like, isn't Boromir just super unlikable in the books? He's more likable in the films. Yeah. He's kind of the
1: voice of reason in the books a lot of the time. He's kind of the one that's like, we shouldn't be doing that, or we don't want to go that way. Or he's the one that's really against Moria. He's the one that's really against going over the mountains. He's the one that's kind of. I think, yeah, I think it's written that way to make him the outlier and the one that's kind of the negative one. Yeah. But then retrospectively, you're like, okay, well, maybe you should have fucking listened to him. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I
2: fucking love Boromir. He's one of my favourite characters. Yeah. His death is obviously. Sets off a lot of wait. Well, it's just like this. It's like the first sacrifice. It's like the yeah. first, the thing that makes you go, "Oh shit! All right, this is serious. People are gonna die. Like well-established characters are gonna die from here on out." Yeah. Um. No one really dies after that, but. Fading. Yeah. He's he's he's, kinda, he's, he's not his... he's not one of the core team though. He's not one of the fellowship. No. There's more of him in the
1: in the book. I mean, I hate to be one of those people about films. That's no, like it's in, no, the book. it's in
2: the books. In the books. In the books,
1: but like Theoden's death in the, in the film I felt that one as well I was yeah. like yeah especially when you consider where he was in the second one and he's like through no fault of his own has been completely bum yeah. by <laughs> by Sarah man yeah. he's just the makeup they do on him and the seed the the uh, computer graphics on his on his makeup and stuff you're just like oh that poor geezer yeah and then he's definitely like oh yeah and maybe. also he
2: knows he's gonna die because he, he has knows that it. He, he has that last um Chat with Aeowyn, and he's like, When I die, you know, you're gonna have to be the queen yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And,
1: and he goes out to do it, he goes yeah. like he, he deliberately kind of leaves and leads it all himself, knowing he's not going back and doesn't want to go back, he doesn't want to return having won, he wants yeah. to go and die a glorious death because he's so like, like disappointed himself for letting mm. him on down.
2: Well, I guess it's because you know. He'll he'll be like Battle Helm's Deep. That's the bit of the one I'm I'm remembered for. Mm. Right, that's the big one. I've it's got a great one victory. I in. I've got an air. Yeah. not my air, but an air. Yeah. Oh, and the fucking yeah, Bernard Hill when he when he's crying because his son's died. Yeah. He comes back too, and he's like, "Where's my son?" Yeah. And he's fucking crying. That scene's so good, and it's oh. way in the extended edition, it's longer as well. I think yeah, they really draw it out longer, and it's really emotional. They have a proper funeral. A sings that song. Yeah.
1: There's so much stuff. It's like. There's so much stuff in the extended ones. Where you're like, oh, I wish that was in the, I wish that was. In this film. Yeah. But then you're like, oh wait, I've just got the extended DVD, so it doesn't matter.
2: Yeah, I guess. I mean, I wish I was just kind of exposed to it earlier because mm. I, I, I mean, I think like ten years of my life of just watching the theatrical and then watching the extended. I can only really think of the extended now. Yeah, I, don't. I can't
1: watch the theatrical. I've only ever watched the theatricals in the cinema. I think. Yeah. Maybe once or twice other time.
2: Yeah. All right, So Liam Neeson is Boromir. Okay, I'll take that. Um Right, you ready for this one? Oh, okay, <laughs> I might have to fact check this one afterwards because it seems a bit ridiculous. But it maybe it lines up. I don't know. James Corden as Samwise Gamgee? Oh, fuck no! <laughs> I can't stand James Corden. No, yeah, he's the worst. He's the worst. Um Apparently, he was just one of his early auditions when he was like up and coming actor in England, and he auditioned for Samwise oh, well, Gamgee. least G-G. he played
1: Gavin or Stacy and Gavin and Stacy. Yeah.
2: I hate yeah, I can't stand I can't James Corden. I mean, I, I like Evan Stacey it. it's the best thing he's ever done. It's the only good thing he's ever done. But I, I just hate talk show, like American talk shows. Yeah, I mean, there's there's well, there's one I like. I like Conan a lot, but I cannot stand, um, Jimmy Fallon or him, especially James Corden. Yeah, because so I see James Corden, I'm just like fuck off, like just, what, get just
1: to go away. Yeah, just I don't have, <laughs> I do not care any, I cannot care less about you. Yeah. or this.
2: Well, it's good that those, like, the, the the talk show formula now is just a way to just shit out YouTube videos. That's the only thing they're good for now is for the yeah. YouTube ad revenue. So give it a few years, especially after COVID, because have you seen how all the talk show hosts have now had to, like, work from home, and yeah, they're just yeah. creating the same show, but from home.
1: The Trevor Noah one is really bad. Yeah. Now. he's working from home. Just it's just like, that, was a, home good, that, with that the fucking was a good webcam. show, but
2: yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't consider him, like, on the no, talk like, show a, circuit. That's, it, well, that's, he's, that's a kind of good show. Yeah. I wouldn't consider James, uh, John Oliver in that bracket either. I'm no. talking like Kimmel, Fallon, you know, yeah. Stephen. I like Stephen, um, the other guy, can't remember his name. Well, yeah, he's a massive Tolkien fan, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so we like him, he likes Lord of the Rings,
2: yeah. Isn't there an interview when he's with Ricky Gervais? And Ricky Gervais is just like, it's for nerds, it's just yeah, for
1: yeah. nerds. <laughs> he's in The Hobbit, isn't
2: he? Yeah, he's in, um, Lake House, Lake Town the
1: guy with the eye patch,
2: yeah, um. But yeah, James Corden. And what would James Corden's career have been if he'd just been cast as Samwise Gamgee? He wouldn't um, have done Gavin
1: and Stacey, I suppose. Probably wouldn't. But I mean, I've I've never watched Gavin and Stacey. Is he... Is he, is he I know it's a comedy, so it's not really acting, but... Oh, 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 sorry to all the comedic actors. Obviously, I mean, this is acting. But comedic acting is very different from yeah. serious drama acting well I mean, it's, 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 it's a dramedy both. though
2: he is he does there's a lot of there's emotional scenes in it right but it's, he's also the writer of gavin stacy oh is he yeah okay. so but he, is he, he good the, in it that's what yeah, i'm saying yeah is, he's is really, he... he's the best character in the show okay yeah, right. in my opinion smithy is easily the best character yeah gavin it's... and stacy are the worst thing about the show they're the worst characters um yeah but yeah it might have turned him turned him on to actually sorry rob bryden is the best thing about the show oh, obviously i forgot about uncle uh can't remember his name. Uncle, Uncle Rob. Gareth, Uncle yeah. Edwards, um, Uncle Leeks. But yeah, and what would I mean, Sean Aston, What would his career have been like if he if he hadn't been in Lord of the Rings? He's what's he? What's his career like now? I know mean, he's in Stranger Things. Series he's in three. Stranger
1: Things. I've seen him in a few sort of cameo roles and stuff like MC, NCIS, and I think he was in an episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine yeah. and that sort of he stuff. He was in an episode of Mindhunter. Was, was wasn't Earl he a well. Goonie?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like the main Goonie. Yeah, so.
1: I don't know, but I mean Elijah Wood, what's Elijah Wood done since Lord of the Rings?
2: Elijah Wood's in a lot of indie stuff. Is he? You know? And he just sort of crops up here and there. He does a lot of indie TV shows. Which is the thing with these actors. Elijah Wood, he's quite specific as an actor. Right. So he can't do a lot of he can't do a lot of action stuff, can he? No. And he only does stuff that he's really interested in. He's a huge film buff, Elijah Wood. Okay. So he loves doing like these little independent films. I need to watch more of his stuff then, I think. Yeah. He's in a film he's in Eternal Sunshine, if you seen that? No, I really don't It's a it. really good film. And he's like he's he's kind of a small role in it. He's not in a lot of the big doesn't do a lot of like lead roles. Yeah. Because he's just they're probably just super rich, so why would they Well they
1: probably are, but I mean if you look back at the whole cast of Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, to be fair, apart from Ian McKellen. Yeah. Kate Blanchett as well.
2: Yeah. She was already big though, I think. She was she already was big. Like... Who are the other really
1: big ones at the time and now? Viggo Mortensen's uh, Lord, pretty big.
2: Orlando Bloom. I mean, he, well, he got he got lucky. Well, he got lucky with a, a second franchise right yeah, off yeah. the bat, straight after Lord of the Rings, and he was just as shit in that. <laughs> yeah. I have seen him in a good film, I think. No, I've seen... He's really good in Lord of the Rings, but he's really bad in The Hobbit. He's not really good in Lord of the Rings. Well, he's got... He hasn't got much to do, you know? It doesn't call for him to do a lot of acting, does it? He's just got to act like an elf. It calls for him to do a lot of exposition. Yeah, but from what I was watching, just clips of The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smoog, he's he's really bad in The Hobbit films. And he looks way older as well. Yeah, yeah. And they make him. They give him so much makeup. He's put weight on his head somehow. Yeah, he looks sort of chubbier. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm not fat shaming or land. Or, well, he doesn't care. He's banging Katy Perry. Doesn't shit. Have you seen that picture of him like kayaking on Katy Perry? And he's just fully nude with his knob out. And he was on Howard Stern. Howard Stern was like, "Hey, we all saw that picture of you with your with your penis out on with yeah. Katy Perry." What was going on there? <laughs> yeah.
1: But to be fair though, if I was around Katy Perry look, I'd have my knob out all the time. Yeah. Well yeah. <laughs> you you swear, weren't you? But I mean, like, back to the point. Like <laughs> it was not that long after Lord of the Rings, he was doing like calcium kids. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like I so remember that. Billy Pipers in that film.
1: Yeah, like how big were all those guys? Ian McKellen's obviously. Huge because of Christopher Lee, uh, of the, yeah, Christopher Lee. But even then, his back catalogue is like
2: Hugo Weaving. Was he big before I don't know, the rings
1: Matrix? But that's after, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I guess no, around the same time, around the same, same time.
1: Kate Blanchett is big, Liv yeah. Tyler's pretty big at the time. Um, she's in Armageddon, is sort of one of the sort of Hollywood
2: sweethearts, yeah, at the time. Like, Wood was. Was, well, he was like a famous kind of child actor at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Sean Astin, Elijah Wood, Liv Tyler, they were the big names before. Sean Bean would have been big he'd been a Bond and all that sort of thing. Yeah, and he was sharp. And was he was he? sharp. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's interesting to see with these actors. I always love looking back and being like, what did these actors do? Like, where's Rupert Grin these days? He's just, you know, fucking somewhere. an ice cream. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Apparently Rupert Grin owns loads of real estate. He owns really? loads of houses, and his dad just runs this business for him. He's just got shit loads of money.
1: Yeah, if I, mean, if I had that much money, I'd just yeah sit around under my pants all day.
2: Yeah, just had a kid. Yeah, a Just Had a kid.
1: Just had just joined Instagram as well. Apparently, has he? For, uh. First time.
2: Um. So yeah, yeah. No, got, no one, is, no is, one wants other, to see James Corden as um, Samwise. Are yeah, there well, any other weird ones on there? What, six, well, it's got six left. Okay. So, Uma Thurman as Arwen. Yeah.
1: She looks... Uma Thurman looks very elvish. Yeah. And I don't know whether it's just because of Kill Bill and the other Tarantino film she's in, but she looks aggressive, doesn't she? Yeah. Might be the kind of flared nostril. Yeah. Just the shape of her face. I and mean, she can't help that. But she does look kind of warrior princess. She'd have
2: been a good Aowin. Yeah, that's true. I think oh, got, I, there's I, an Aowin on this list, I'm pretty sure. Okay. But let um, go. go. Yeah, Uma, I think Uma Thurman... Yeah, it would have been good. Probably. That's it. Yeah, I've got yeah. no
1: issues with that one. Yeah,
2: Nicholas Cage is Aragorn. Oh, for fuck's
1: sake! Do you know what's your problem with Nicholas Cage? Um, I, I don't have a problem with Nicholas Cage. I do. I don't actively dislike him. I just could not care less about him. <laughs> <laughs> I could not care Why? less. He's, so, he's fucking great. I couldn't care less about um, him. Sort of playing that geezer in the Alcatraz film where everything he says is tongue-in-cheek oh The Rock The Rock that's it with Sean Connery who formerly should have played Gandalf Um, I I just couldn't care less about him I'm sick of seeing that face
2: yeah he is in a lot of films all the time what what meme which one where he's like oh yeah yeah
1: that face everyone everyone listening will know who that is that face that meme
2: yeah
1: I just I couldn't care less my opinion may have changed if he actually did a good job
2: well he's an Oscar winning actor is he really? He won an Oscar for a film called Leaving Las Vegas where he plays an alcoholic. No. All yeah.
1: oh, right, so he's not really playing then.
2: Yeah, Well, he's a crazy person as well. Yeah, in yeah. real life he's bought a pyramid and bought like a uh, yeah, um, a yeah pyra- uh, a- like a dinosaur and he does like 5 or 6 films a year because he's just run out of money and he's just completely in the in the shit in terms of tax. So that's why he's in all these films. Um but Nicholas Cage is in a few of my favourite films. Like he was in Adaptation, no. that's a really good film. Um, but yeah, I think uh, to be honest, no, <laughs> I'm glad he <laughs> was a of the I know it's. I know
1: it's a. He hot, wouldn't have been able to do the accent. Like no, I know it's a high fantasy, and I know it's f- make believe and blah blah blah. But it, it, the the way they made the films was taken seriously, wasn't it? It was yeah. It's let's be pros about this. Let's pretend. Uh, you know, it's as real as possible. Let's take it seriously and all that sort of thing. Nicolas Cage would not have done that. You can't
2: have Nicolas Cage. (laughs) You can't then be like, let's
1: make a serious film about a very old piece of literature that is adored around the world. Oh, by the way, let's put Nicolas Cage.
2: Yeah. I feel like, also, if if Nicolas Cage or Daniel Lewis I been cast as Aragorn, Viggo Mortensen would have just happily just done smaller films for the rest of his career yeah. if he didn't have that big breakout role which they had to convince him to do by the way he didn't even fucking care about his Lord kid the made him do it <laughs> yeah um, I think he would have just continued to just do small films and people would have known Nicolas Cage no, uh, known Vigo Mortensen as just that independent yeah. actor guy
1: I think he's brilliant Vigo Mortensen
2: yeah fuck yeah
1: all this stuff on the DVD extras about like his photography and yeah. he's just like Kind of, he's just lived so in the moment and he's messing around with Sean Bean, and then, like, a split second later, he's right in the death scene, yeah. properly acting that. And, like, he loves going
2: fishing in like between fishing takes,
1: and he's just up for anything and a bit of a laugh and completely harmless and all this sort of thing. He's just like, Oh man, I wish he was my friend.
2: Yeah. Apparently everyone just fucking loved him as well. Absolutely Did you see the, 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 All a, the women were wet as, yeah. as
0: soon as Aragorn walks <laughs> yeah. in the room looking there's all there's grizzled. There's that
2: the with Miranda Otto when she just can't even do the takes because like, she's just looking at Peter <laughs> yeah.
1: Morrison because he's just so gorgeous. He's absolutely amazing and he's carrying his sword around fucking
2: Wellington. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see how um, on the last day of shooting all the stuntmen like, lined up and gave him oh, this yeah, yeah, and him. they drove his um, makeup bus into the studio without telling him, which had never moved for the three years that it had been used. And then they they all they were doing that thing in New Zealand where the New Zealands like to just headbutt head yeah, yeah. each other, and there was all these giant stuntmen. And he had to go around and headbutt them all yeah. on the last day of shooting. Absolutely
1: fearless, isn't he? Yeah, got no sense of
2: self-preservation. <laughs> yeah, well he does. It, he got scared. There's a bit in Two Towers when he almost drowned when they were filming yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think water. Don't I think he like he said in the interview when he when he's like when they were doing the the On the boats as well, yeah. And he had a couple of little people in the boat with him, and he yeah. was worried they were going to drown because he wasn't very well, confident. One of, on the boat. one of
1: them can swim, no <laughs> yeah. yeah. problem. Vigo, this little I get of...
2: scared even when I'm in the bath. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like a
1: three foot guy playing a Hobbit, yeah, with all the black fucking cloak on and the feet <laughs> and not swimming wear at all. And he's like, I can't even swim.
2: <laughs> what? Why don't you tell us before? <laughs> yeah. All right, so yeah, sure, that one. Uh, Kate Winslet as Aelin. Yeah, I'm biased because I'm a big
1: Kate Winslet fan.
2: Yeah.
1: So I, I think she would have been good. I mean, Miranda Otto is brilliant. I think she's really, really good. Yeah. Uh, she's. I think she's one of the best performances in the in the trilogy.
2: Yeah, underrated, I'd say. Really People underrated. Even really remember that she was in it. They don't think um, about her. I really like. Lord of the Rings.
1: Yeah, I like that in the film they didn't give her her proper book ending as well.
2: Right, what's that when she goes and marries Faramir? She's just, yeah,
1: she's like she spends the whole book being like, "I'm trying to fight the power and be a like a female warrior," but I sort of can't help my my feelings for Aragorn as well. She's yeah. so torn between the two things the whole time. Like, I'm going to be a proper Rohan royalty, fight and and look after the people, blah blah blah. and But all this lad and blah, blah, blah. but then she gets fucking rejected. It yeah. doesn't matter. But then as soon as Faramir turns up. And old David Wenham gives her the old nose job. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he winks his nose. Yeah, a... <laughs> Nigel Thornberry conk on his <laughs> exactly, face. Exactly, yeah. As soon as he does a bit of the old sweet talking about, you know, he's a captain of quality. <laughs> <laughs> she immediately falls for it in the book straight yeah. away and then she becomes a gardener hmm. for the rest of it. And you're just like, oh, come on.
2: Yeah, it's not so much in the theatrical version I can remember but in the extended edition there's there's a lot of scenes of Harragon just rebutting her attention. There's yeah, that yeah. scene where he brings her soup and he's just like oh yeah, that's awful. I don't want that. He's so disgusted by it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's she's really, yeah, she was really good. I think she's Miranda one of the best,
1: one of the best performances of uh, in the films, Miranda O top five for me. Who are the other four? Um, Yeah, I mean, Ian McKellen's got me number one.
2: Yeah, he was nominated for an Oscar for the first one. I think one. he,
1: I don't really know what who he was up against and for what films, but especially now going back and when you're a bit older, watching the the extended ones, yeah, and the even more stuff, he's so good as as Gandalf. He yeah. is really really good. You just kind of he's so comforting, but also like really kind of snappy and, and yeah. kind of got a short temper and all this sort of thing as well he's so good uh, Ian Holm he's got to be in the top three yeah he's just not five. in it that he's much not enough. though the scenes he's in he absolutely steals yeah I can't take my eyes off him when he's when in the especially in the extended ones when he's yeah. kind of well, did a bit Ian, of a laugh Ian Holm stuff.
2: was a really interesting actor because Ian McKellen talks about on the DVD about how every take he'd do slightly different. Oh, yeah, yeah He'd yeah. arrange the performance. And, like, they do five takes and every take was, like, really different. Yeah, he changed
1: change the way he does the the, the yeah. lines and inflections here and stuff. It was his
2: idea to give Pierre Jackson, like, editing choices, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, most actors would just keep doing the same thing until they call cut, you know? Yeah. But, um, cut, that's a wrap. But Ian, Ian Holm we wanted to just keep, keep yeah. it up. Keep, create a, a spectrum of Bilbo. He yeah, there's a, there's a
1: few times when he's... There's a kind of a handful of times where I've sort of been on the bink of tears watching Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And two of the handful of times are with Bilbo. Which when,
2: times? Is it when he has to give up the ring or something?
1: When he, when he's leaving, yeah. When he walks off and he's like, goodbye Gandalf. You're like, oh, yeah. oh Bilbo. Because um, you kind of, like, even if you don't know the books, don't know what he's been through, don't know the backstory of Bilbo, which you don't in the films because they don't really explain it, don't know about his previous adventures, don't know about him and Gandalf, blah, blah, blah. You kind of you just know then that they've got a history,
0: that yeah. they're
1: old mates, and that he's kind of knows that he's at the end of his life and all that sort of thing. And then the bit in Rivendell where he's like, "I'm sorry for everything." You're like, "It's okay, Bilbo." <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry as oh, well. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Oh yeah, I forgot I mean, about that scene. after he kind of does that yeah. tries to get the ring bit, and he's like, "I'm sorry, Frodo. I'm just sorry
2: for everything." And you're like, "Oh, Bilbo, Bilbo." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ian Holm, top. my top three. Miranda. Rowe. You yeah. Know, just uh, this isn't on the list, but did you know Sylvester McCoy was considered to play Bilbo? Was he? Yeah, the guy who plays Red. The bird shit on his face. Yeah. Wizard. Worst character I've ever seen in a film. Yeah. <laughs> worst character.
1: Completely un.
2: It's a shame because I, I I hear the dialogue and I sort of see what he's doing in the film and I I well this is the Hobbit obviously. And I'm like, this could be an okay character, but he's just play like, in the costume and the way he's playing it, I'm just yeah. like, this is really, really annoying. That, yeah.
1: It's That's one of my, he's one of my
2: issues. With <laughs> yeah. There's
1: a whole he's, scene he's where he's, like,
2: issues. fucking around with this hedgehog. Yeah. And I was like, this pointless. is, what the fuck Completely is going pointless. on? I don't know that's what's going minutes on. as well. I mean. Yeah, it goes on like, so long. Like, three minutes doesn't sound like a long
1: period of time, but when you're in a film, and the, the, the money and the editing and the yeah. process to put, something on into a film three minutes is a lot of time a lot yeah. of care and
2: time has been put into three minutes and it's put on something like that yeah well he also like scenes like that so it starts off and he he picks up this hedgehog and then he walks it he's like oh my god from bungadil or whatever it's called Bong- and, Bong- he, and he walks Dingo, to son of Jumbadil. yeah but... and he picks it up and he walks to the house and then he fa- fucks around for ages looking for a cure or whatever And then it doesn't, he can't find one. And then this big spider comes. Why don't you just chop it down? So he picks up the hedgehog, big spider comes and he, the spider chases him to the house or something. He has to barricade the door and then the spider fucks off. Like just, just that's what the whole film feels like. Yeah. The first one, I haven't seen the second two in ages, but it's just like, it's just so much garbage. Yeah, it's
1: crap. It's really crap.
2: Um, but yeah, Sylvester, I don't think I would have liked Sylvester McCoy. To play.
1: No, I mean, I don't. I haven't seen him in anything other than The Hobbit. I, I don't know who he is. He's the guy... The, the, he's in Doctor the, Who.
2: He's one of the Doctor Whos. Is he? Yeah, oh, he's the no. one with the scarf. I
1: haven't seen any of the old Doctor Whos. Doesn't what? he um, play the Aussie lady with the big pink hair? The kind of drag queen... I uh, don't know does he I think he's. Is, am I got that right I don't know probably got that well, what were your lot.
2: other favourite performances in all the rings you've got Ian Holm got Ian, Holm, Ian McKellen. McKellen
1: Miranda Otto, uh, uh, Sean Bean yeah um, I don't know I'm sort of torn on the fifth one I really like a. Amir yeah he doesn't get enough to do so he's not in he doesn't count but yeah. if he got more to do I think he was being done very well um, maybe John Rhys-Davies Gimli does really yeah. well. He does a, he does really well considering he has made comic relief for two films. Yeah. And you also
2: know? just the hell he went through. He was <laughs> fucking al- he to allergic with- to the prosthetic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ. He had to fucking, you can only work like every other day because he used to yeah, peel yeah. the skin off his fucking can face. Can you imagine
1: doing that? Okay, we've got you got this job for three years. Oh, and part of the job. We're going to have to rub your face with stuff you're allergic to. Yeah. every single day for three years. When you watch
2: the behind the scenes as well, when they're actually on set, you don't see him that often because I, cause I feel like they used the stunt double an awful lot. Yeah. I feel like out of the fellowship, he's the one who didn't spend as much time with everyone else yeah. because of that and also because of like scaling and stuff. Yeah. But when they talk about as well how um, they all got tattoos, he's the only one that didn't get a tattoo. Yeah. His double got a tattoo because I think his double probably was just more on set. And yeah, he probably of, was. Yeah. What does it mean like... You know, it's, easy, it's, it's kind of easy
1: enough to sort of scale. I mean, they kind of figured out the scaling stuff fairly early, so that's all cool, fine. But, like, in the wide shot.
0: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And yeah. there's a lot
1: of wide shots. There's a lot of wide shots where you just need the, the outline of the person to be like, okay, there's Gimli. Yeah. So... And John Reese Davis is fucking huge. He's like our height. Yeah. And ninety thousand stone. You yeah, know, he's a massive guy. So to put him in any of the wide shots with Orlando Bloom and Viggo Mortensen would have been pointless. He'd yeah. towered over them.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Unless they did a complete reversal and be like, okay, dwarves are actually seven feet tall. Yeah. So they
2: used Brit instead. Yeah. Brit. I think his name was Brit. Um Brent. Brent. But with a New Zealand accent. Oh. <laughs> Brit. Uh Jake Gyllenhaal is Frodo Baggins.
1: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with that. Back yeah. in, back then, after Donnie Darko, yeah, I think when that would really have been. Young. Yeah, I think I would have been a little bit dubious of it then. But then I was like eight when the, or ten when those films came out. So I wouldn't have been aware of it. But yeah, retrospectively, and yeah, I can see it because he's done some cracking films in the last.
2: Yeah, five, five I don't know. I, I don't think. He, well, from from this, this, no one knows about this other than from what Jake Gyllenhaal always said. He came out and said, "I did a, I did the audition, and I oh, was shit. That's why they yeah. didn't hire me." But you can't. Elijah Wood's fucking great. Elijah and, Wood is really good, and like those fucking giant eyes. That's the yeah, thing yeah. I notice every time he's on screen. It's just those fucking Amazing giant eyes. blue eyes he's got. Yeah. You know, and he's really good. He's really good. Yeah, he does. He does his
1: best Very to cool. do justice to the character, even though he's not really given much of frodo from the of frodo the character to work with. i mean a lot of his lines and stuff like it's a completely different frodo in the film.
2: yeah, cuz frodo in the books was like 50 or something. yeah, he's older. i mean that's you know
1: aging him down that kind of makes sense anyway. but he like frodo in the books he is brave and he is kind of the driving force behind it as well. it's kind of him and sam together. it's not just sam dragging frodo by the hair. Yeah, like it is. There is Frodo does have his own character, whereas I sort of don't feel like he does in the films really? as much. I just he does it. Elijah does a good job, and he does do him as as much credit as you yeah. can.
2: I but think Frodo the,
1: is kind of. But I think I you got that the, many. The characters. decision was
2: made at one point that the the, the 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 Fellowship of the Ring was going to be Frodo's story, so they edited it down to make it Frodo's story. So he's the he's most of the time he's in. Um, where you see him when he's actually being a character and not just being a character being seduced by the ring. It's in fellowship, yeah. And also the Frodo Sam Gollum stuff for me personally is always my least favorite thing about. Um, mm. I, I still love that stuff, especially Gollum. But oh yeah, when they when they're, when they're trying are... to get through Shelob's cave and stuff, and it keeps cutting to them, I'm like, I don't care about this as much yeah. as I care about what's going on with Aragorn and all yeah. that shit. That would so, be my other
1: one. You've just reminded me, Gollum. He's got been the five best performances.
2: Oh yeah, fucking Andy, Andy circus. circus. Yeah, fucking created a technology to accommodate yeah. him. Yeah, Andy
1: Circus is not winning an Oscar in this. Season.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know they can't. They they auditioned him for three weeks work of yeah. voice work, and then they were like, and then he ended up uh, being. Peter Jackson was like, yeah, we need this guy on set. He's
1: incredible. He's really incredible, and I think it's not a one-off either.
2: Yeah, like, he's a really good actor. The
1: Planet of the Apes films you might have issues with the films themselves. I've got issues with those films. I really like them. I think they're pretty good. The recent ones. But his his performance. Yeah. As Caesar in those. I mean it
2: is it's mind-blowing. It really is mind-blowing. Yeah. Yeah, the fact that you can just I mean it must be such a fucking slog having to dress up in that fucking pansy dumb outfit and prance around set with a camera in your you fucking face. You say that. The all would time. you
1: rather just put on a uh... Was essentially a wetsuit every day,
2: or would you rather have to go through makeup like John Reese Davies? Well, I don't know because, well, it depends what character you're playing, I suppose. Because, like, when you see see Annie Circus and he's in that stream, (laughs) you see see him. poor bus. Yeah, (laughs) before it's digitalized into Gollum, he had to, like, fuck around with a fish and just fucking destroy himself against rocks and shit. Like fuck, and also you get no credit. That's the thing. No, you get. Well, you, you get. Right, in retrospect, he gets all the credit in the world, and you because because Peter Jackson was such a pioneer of technology, he made it so. That, no, this is a real guy, and all that. Yeah. yeah. But um, in the, he, in, ne- he never, except for the scene where he plays Smeagol you never see him on set, on screen, doing Gollum. Yeah. And for ages, he's putting so much in. He's doing all that, and all the other actors are just like this poor fucking guy. Well,
1: didn't wasn't he like him on the DVD extras? He's like he was talking about when he first was doing a scene with Sean Astin. Yeah, and Sean Astin was like, doesn't know where to look, was, yeah. and, and Andy Serkis was like, look at me. You know, we're acting together. You have yeah. to look at me. We have to react and all stuff off to each other. We are yeah. playing this together. And Sean Anderson was like, really? Are you Gollum? I thought you were just sort of there to fill the the bit that's going right. to be CGI later. And Andy Serkis was like, no, mate, I'm playing. <laughs> I am Gollum. You're yeah. Sam. Let's have a thing. Let's do a talk. Let's have yeah. a dialogue. Yeah. He's really good. He's really, really good. He's so good in the the Riddles in the Dark scene in Hobbit as yeah, well. Yeah, that's the, that is good the scene best scene in, in the Hobbit trilogy. Yeah. By far. Yeah, I
2: watched it today. Really
1: good. So, so good
2: really good I and like the, like the, the technology as well Like from, from where it's come like Gollum in The Hobbit It looks fucking amazing really Yeah. I mean he looked amazing back then as well obviously but and you can don't tell think anyone else could have played, don't think anyone else could have played Gollum really no. Steve Buscemi
1: Steve B- <laughs> he's got the face isn't he he wouldn't need he wouldn't need to CGI his face
2: yes, yes.
1: yeah I don't no. know he's such a he's such a unique character he's one of the ones you can't really visit anyone else doing it now yeah if we were to do a podcast where we go through our sort of trilogies and big Hollywood films and recast them for the modern, assuming that let's, they're all getting, let's pretend all the Harry Potters are getting remade next year, yeah, and we started going through our fantasy casting, Gollum would be someone I just would never be able
2: to recast. Them. Yeah, they just—I think they just have to do CGI again. Well, yeah, or, but, ov- obviously. Obviously, <laughs> but well, I don't I'd, know. Maybe they cast someone really skinny, and I don't know, Mackenzie yeah. Crook. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. He's like 50 now, though, Yeah,
1: he looks like the drawings of Gollum. Gollum's not like round-headed in any of the drawings. He's like a pointy kind of bird. He's got kind of a bird's face on a frog's body in a lot
2: of the artwork. Oh. Yeah. It's just, it's amazing. Like, imagine if they didn't go, they didn't decide on that. Where would technology like CGI be in terms of that sort of thing today? Because the idea that they were going to get this guy who they only wanted three weeks voice work from, bring him to New Zealand, and then he was originally, he was also just going to stand behind and just do the, the voice on set. Yeah. And then he was going to put him in the scene. And it was such a transition. And they were like, can we just put him in the dots and stuff on set? And they yeah. did that for a few scenes here and there. So it was a real like um, learning curve. Nothing has ever... Think of the amount of films that possibly
1: wouldn't have even been made Yeah, if they hadn't done that technology. I mean, Planet of the Apes is one. Well, like the Tintin ones that Jackson did, a lot of that yeah. was, was motion capture, even though that's completely cartoon, essentially, isn't it? When, yeah. uh, by the time you get the finished film. But loads of that is is yeah. motion capture.
2: Yeah. What
1: are your last ones then? Give me your last... Pretty nuts. Um, your, your last nearly cast.
2: Patrick Stewart as Gandalf. Yeah. But, I mean,
1: think about it. The amount of older men older actors like prestigious Shakespearean older actors yeah. you could throw any one of them in there Gary Oldman he'd have been a good Gandalf
2: sure I mean him now I don't think him he'd back now then, yeah that
1: who's the other one I'm thinking Paul Pothelswaite yeah I really I Pete
2: Pothelswaite
1: Pete Pothelswaite yeah
2: I yeah, thought he'd, really be, he'd, he'd, he'd have been really good John Hurt
1: John Hurt you know there's any number of them that would have been a John Lithgow
2: no you gotta have a British actor to yeah, play Gandalf really
1: I'm just obsessed with John Lithgow since watching The Crown
2: um yeah Patch 2 would have been really good I think he probably would have just been just had the same career that Ian McKellen's had well they've, they've both had amazing careers obviously yeah. but they've had basically um, the same career whoever had yeah <laughs> Shakespeare X-Men yeah Star Trek Lord of the Rings Star Trek Lord of the Rings yeah yeah, yeah I mean it's, sure <laughs> probably would have been great yeah um and the last one is kind of a joke one I guess um the Beatles as Frodo, Sam, Gandalf and Gollum. Yeah, that was a thing, that? wasn't it?
1: Yeah. What do you know about that? Uh, that they wanted to make a film of it in the 60s or 70s um, yeah. in that cast order. And the Tolkien estate rejected it. Yeah. And basically were like, in in no uncertain terms, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, there's no way you're going to let the bloody yeah.
1: Beatles make the Lord of the Rings. I think that was going to be one film. It was going to be like 90 minutes. Yeah, can you imagine trying to get those three films into ninety minutes?
2: Sure, I mean obviously the casting is ridiculous, but it says here that Stanley Kubrick was going to direct it. Well, so yeah, that's not true. Well, why? Why? How do you know?
1: Stanley Kubrick? Why would Stanley Kubrick? Well,
2: they asked Stanley Kubrick to direct it, and he considered the book to be unfilmable. Well, um, I'm sure that part might be true, but why
1: would? You know Stanley Kubrick. He's not. Yeah. Is he really going to be like, oh yeah, I'll jump on Lord of the Rings with the Beatles?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, it would have been fucking crazy. This is
1: yeah, Stanley Kubrick's a guy that like would he'd, he'd he'd like shut down production for a day because there weren't the right type of apples on yeah. set or something like in shot. Like oh, something yeah. was three millimeters out of place, and that was it. People were going to get their heads bet taken off.
2: Yeah, Kubrick was a nutcase. You know, he spent like like 20 or 30 years working on a film about um, Napoleon and he had this university department of students and they're all working on writing notes about Napoleon and learning about Napoleon history of it and then he died and he never made it and if you look there's this Kubrick museum somewhere that has all of his cameras because Kubrick owned his own cameras he didn't rent Did them from really? studio Yeah, he no. owned all his own cameras and he owned all his own equipment and shit so he used to like finance his films himself and there's this big chest it's like a kind of writing chest I guess it's got like Draws and shit in it and it's just filled with like notes about his Napoleon film that he never made wow. and that would have been that was his magnum opus that never got made
1: yeah he's an interesting filmmaker I like some of his stuff yeah he's done
2: but yeah that's uh that's the list so
1: yeah I haven't got any particularly uh, big no-nos on there apart from James Corden
2: yeah Let's um, let's do upcoming films, things that might be coming out next year.
1: Yeah, I asked you about that earlier just because um, I saw on Instagram that they're starting to film Black Panther 2 next July. Yeah. That came up. So it came to mind for a bit of a podcast because um, I wanted to ask, you've now got to recast, obviously, Chadwick Boseman.
2: Yeah. Uh, They're not going to do that, I don't think. I think they're just going to write out the character completely because he is Black Panther, yeah well they'll just get another they'll get a different character to be the black his sister will be Black Panther or someone else oh, right. will be okay, Black fair. Panther
1: well how do you wow okay how and they're also they've decided didn't that expect that
2: answer they're not going to do um, I mean I can think of some actors that would be really good as Black Panther um, Stan Field can't remember his name he's an actor he's in Get Out and stuff he's not the main guy in Get Out he's like the guy who gets can't remember he's in stuff he plays Snoop Dogg in the Straight Outta Compton film he's a really good actor can't remember his name um, he would have been good but they've decided they're not even going to do like CGI rendering and stuff because I assumed when Shadwick Boseman died that he had figured it all out, all out <laughs> beforehand but yeah. apparently no one at Disney knew he was sick so they he, they, di- they didn't know that he was going to die so they had no ideas you. well they not going to do it as well but who?
1: Michael B. Jordan
2: yeah yeah they could do that couldn't they but he died in the last one I know he did
1: but, re- uh, but- it's Marvel um, I know. I know. Uh, Eric, is it Eric Killmonger? Was his name? Yeah, I know that he, that, that character died. But uh, if I was directing it, I'd seriously consider getting him into play to Yeah, Even, well, but
2: he, I, I, like, I know it's that's weird, ridiculous. I name. know it's weird. And no one like, would go for that. I know like, to chart. <laughs> I know that. I thought you meant get Killmonger to come back. No, 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 no. And no. take up the mantle. No, of no, 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 no.
1: Take put. Get Michael B. Jordan to play T'Challa. No, I know that's. I, I know no. it's weird, and you're like, "Hang on a minute!" Suddenly, the king looks exactly like the guy he killed. Yeah, but he's a really, really good actor, <laughs> and they wouldn't do it, of though. the right. <laughs> he's of the right generation, everything.
2: But but if you want to bring him back, then why not just bring him back as the character he was playing before? Why does he have to play T'Challa? Because he's dead. Yeah, I know, but the guy who played T'Challa is actually dead. <laughs> I know, but if you've got to recast T'Challa. You don't have to recast. You they're, sort they're, of do. No, He's they're, too they're not. Big. No, they're not doing it. They're not doing that. They've already decided. That came out like the first couple of weeks it. after right. Chadwick Boseman died. They said we're not recasting T'Challa. The character dies with him. Like that's how. So home. just forget it ever happened. Basically. No, they're gonna. Well, they're gonna do like a nice send off somehow. You know, they'll figure it out. This is. I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't envy the people at Disney at all for the situation they're in. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, that's, a, that's geez, a grim one. Yeah, Jesus Christ. It's the same with Carrie Fisher died and they had to do Star Wars. I mean, luckily they had some footage unused footage and stuff and some archive voice work and stuff to use but um, it, this all, every time an actor dies during production or in a franchise there's just what the fuck they have to just the figure out you, yeah, you have to respect the family you have to you know the, the fans have to be happy with it you know
1: I'll take that that other option you said though of making his sister
2: I think that's I think Panther. that's what they're gonna do the
1: queen female yeah. Black Panther I like that
2: I think that's what they'll do. They'll call it like Black Black Panther Generations or something and it'll be like the next one'll be about her and it'll they'll talk about how um T'Challa died in some some heroic battle. Yeah. The day before <laughs> or yeah. something, you know. But I I mean I don't really didn't really like Black Panther.
1: <laughs> you didn't like <love> Black Panther? <laughs> no. Really? I was, the only,
2: I was in a group of mates There it was like six of us that went to see it. And I was the only person that didn't really like it. Yeah. I was fucking bored to tears in that film. Yeah, I really was just like, I can't even. um, Just, I just like.
1: I think it dragged a bit. I really, really liked it, but I I think, I think it did start to drag a bit.
2: Yeah, there's a point in halfway through the film where I actually fell asleep. I was that. (laughs) I was that bored because it's just. It was the chase scene. It was when he's chasing Andy Circus. Oh yeah, and they're in the car and he's like running along and I was like, this is boring. And then the, the the final battle scene. Is really boring. Yeah, and I didn't. I didn't really like T- T'Challa as a character. Really, I didn't really feel like he was that interesting. He was already like a really good leader and a really good fighter. And it's like, well, give him some kind of flaws. Like, what's yeah, the? Yeah. And he's got this indestructible suit. You know,
1: he he was he was overpowered. Yeah, the whole. I think the whole of Wakanda was really overpowered. I, like, I could have. I could see where, like. I get the idea that it's like a hidden country that everyone thinks is really poor, but is actually really wealthy and technologically yeah. advanced and all that sort of thing. But I would have thought put it on the level of Tony Stark, yeah, rather than fucking yeah. Star Wars. You know, yeah, it but seems it spent, like ships and stuff. Yeah, it seems so far beyond everything else that you're kind of like, well, what's the point? These guys could just solve literally all the problems straight away.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I think it would have maybe it would have worked better if like. The the royal family, the 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 Black Panther family, were the only ones with this awesome technology, and the rest of the country was just like a regular sort of country. Yeah. But the fact that the whole country was this, yeah, that was a whole thing as well. It's like, why hasn't this come up? (laughs) And since this is amazing, (laughs) they've got all this this
1: shit. These guys really are that far advanced, and they're like, oh yeah, we're just going to let the rest of the problems just
2: carry on. And I guess it does get mentioned. Does it get mentioned in Civil War? Doesn't he just show up and he's just like the king? I like the idea of the character. I think the idea of having this technological uh, city, it would have been better if it was just a city or something. Yeah,
1: like a city state kind of thing. And I like
2: the idea of a king superhero. All the ideas were there. I just thought it was fucking boring. I was just really not interested in it. I really loved it. It
1: was good. One of the the few Marvel films in a few years where I've been like, I actually enjoyed that. Yeah. I wasn't bored. I know. I'm mean, in the minority. A lot,
2: most people liked it mm. and it fucking won best picture. It was the, one of the highest grossing, uh, Marvel films. It yeah. got like a billion dollars. It was fucking, I remember when that really film, film came out and it was fucking crazy. Yeah. It, was, it was huge, you know? Yeah. And also what I liked about it as well is like, uh, they gave black kids yeah. their, their, their giant superhero, you know? So all yeah, that yeah. stuff is great. Um, but, you know.
1: Yeah, I think the, I think it's really good. The, the,
2: like this, I think
1: it was about as like I, I don't know how to explain it really, but like I th- I think there is a, a kind of ceiling for how good a superhero film can be in the MCU. Yeah, like I don't think they are ever going to make a really, kind of Oscar-worthy film. Yeah, I I just don't think they would bother, or really put the backing into it because it has to be well, some Black
2: of- Panther was nominated for.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know it was, but like that, but like they have, they just seem to have to be tick the boxes, get the popcorn ready. Yeah. Let's make a bazillion, jillion dollars. Yeah. Black Panther, I think, was the closest they could get to it being a proper, you know, it makes cultural, it makes a cultural statement. It's, it's like, um, it's got issues about, you know, family and leadership and all these sorts of things. And, Siblinghood and kind of crime and all this—it it seemed to be as close as you could get to being a proper thoughtful film. Yeah, that a comic book film could get, you know, because they just—I'm just bored of them, really. Yeah, and same. that was kind of the one—that was about the only one where I was like, actually, you've—you've done—you've—you've you've done as good as I could hope MCU was going to get, really. Right. If you see what I mean, it's hard to explain.
2: No, I see what you mean. This is yeah, this is the 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 overwhelming my majority fucking loved black panther yeah and i just it just wasn't just wasn't for me but i know what you mean in terms of um yeah i've also especially after endgame i mean i I liked endgame a lot and i liked infinity war i've liked most of the marvel films the only one i can think of i just didn't like at all um was black panther (laughs) and maybe captain marvel didn't really like that either but yes it's it's fatigue it's not dislike it's just also, they're just so big now. And it's, just never, it. it's always got to be the end of the world. It's just, just yeah. I don't, you know, this has got nothing to do with yeah, anything. I'm just bored of
1: it. I'm bored of, that, I'm bored of Star Wars. Yeah. But then I've never liked Star Wars.
2: Yeah, you have, have
1: you? No, no I can't bear Star Wars. <laughs> what are you talking about? We used to like Star Wars when we were kids? Oh, uh, really. I like, I like lightsabers and hitting you with a toy lightsaber. Right. but I'm.
2: I'm you couldn't just sit down and watch Empire Strikes Back. That one's fucking amazing. I, I enjoy
1: watching the the very first three of them. Yeah. Four, five, six, is it?
2: Yeah. Don't act like you don't know. <laughs> no, I, like, I'm
1: genuinely confused because I've not seen 7, 8, or 9. You haven't seen Force Awakens? Which one's that?
2: That's 7. That's the one, that's the most, the first of the most recent okay, trilogy. that
1: one I've seen. I went with Lauren.
2: About the eight last nine,
1: Jedi. I'm, no, 8 or 9 I've not seen. Oh. And... It's. I mean, possibly my fault because I watched. I read a lot of reviews of them when they came out, and everyone fucking yeah. hated all of them, and just like everyone wanted to make the directors die a death and all that sort of thing.
2: Well, yeah, no one um, hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. That's yeah, exactly. Thing, and, Star Wars has got the most toxic fan base on the internet. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And I think I'm sort of semi in that group <laughs> of toxicity. <laughs> yeah, because but like but you haven't seen the films, though. No, I haven't. You're right, and I'm I potentially am misjudging them, but yeah. I'm just bored of it. Right. I am so bored of it being like the cultural epicenter of all big popcorn movies. Yeah. I'm so bored of it being the the bar that needs to be set for yeah. any sci-fi ever. I'm so bored of it being the main toy every year yeah. at Christmas. I'm so bored of it being the, the go-to costumes at Halloween. It's been like that for all of our lives, basically. Yeah. It's been like that for most of our parents' lives. Or our parents' adult lives and stuff. And I just... Like, four, fives, and six are good. But even with them, I'm like, I don't get it. I don't understand why this is... Why this has become the kind of pop culture phenomenon that it is. And yeah, it's I haven't, I, it's I haven't seen they're... eight and nine, I'm sure. But yeah, I've, well, I've don't watched, you don't need to. <laughs> <but> <laughs> That's I've, really bad. I read, I read enough reviews and it came out. I will listened to enough people like the guys on... Um, uh, const, constatul, what's chapel show, whatever <laughs> the YouTube one with uh, Christian Harloff on it. And
2: oh, the, the now and, and the, the collider, collider and, that's yeah. the word. I knew it was a C, they're complete shills, though. Those guys, yeah, shills. Like, and I've, like, in,
1: I've, I've watched enough 10 minute videos of people like that on YouTube when they when those films come out to just be like, I'm I just don't care. I do not care. Just if if Star Wars had never existed in my (laughs) life, I would have been much happier person. I'm sick of it getting all the attention for what is. I mean, in any franchise, yeah, you don't get this many chances. You don't get this many. You don't get this many chances. Thirty? No, sixty percent of your seventy percent. Sorry, I can't even count to one hundred now. Seventy percent of your films
2: are shit. Yeah. Well. Well, I'd say seventy percent of their films are divisive. Like, there's still people out there that swear that the prequels are good, <laughs> but um, you know, that's the thing about Star Wars is it's just this. It's 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 too big at this point. It's just such an argument. Everybody has such a strong like. Even you, who doesn't like Star Wars, <laughs> yeah, you've got, uh, still I'm, got a strong opinion. I about have a it. strong Imagine opinion. Imagine the people of it. that do like it. <laughs>
1: I know <laughs> they my all defend it to the death. Yeah, you know, my strong opinion is that I don't want to have an opinion. Yeah. <laughs>
2: but that's the thing about Star Wars man it's yeah, just it's just too it. big in our know, cultural zeitgeist and it's yeah. just this monster and yeah it's just never gonna stop unless they actually stop making money which they are you know I mean the last one made money but the one before that yeah. didn't make money but that was because of certain reasons that was nothing really to do with yeah. the film itself I'm just sick but- of it
1: I'm sick of it. I'm sick of hearing about the fucking hand solo independent film. Yeah, that's and the one. one I mean. film. That's, and well, that's the,
2: gonna be a Disney Plus show.
1: Yeah. And The Mandalorian. I know The Mandalorian's good. I watched the first series. Yeah. It's pretty it's good. I enjoyed it. I, I, I would mm-hmm. watch it again. I'm gonna watch series two when I can be bothered. Well you can watch that as not a Star Wars fan. It's yeah, kind of exactly. a,
2: its own thing, really.
1: It's good and it but it takes itself kind of seriously enough, which is good. It's a bit dark. But well, I'm sick of looking at stormtroopers. Yeah. I'm sick of. I'm just. I'm just so sick of it. Yeah. I'm so sick of it. Yeah. I just. I don't care anymore. Well, you know, it's I liked Rogue One. Did you? Yeah, I did. I oh, like okay. Rogue One. That's
2: kind of weird way to end it. Yeah. Well,
1: I, I like Mads Mikkelsen. That's probably the main yeah. reason. And you know, he uh, might um, be
2: playing Grindelwald. Is he about that? Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm
1: right on board with that. I like uh, Mads Mikkelsen. I like Ben. Kingsley? The guy who played Ben Stewart. The guy who played the sort of leader of the bad guys in Rogue One. Mickelson, Ben Mendelson. Mendelssohn. Ben
2: Mendelson, Mendelso- yeah. I like him. He's a really good actor. He played um one of the he's in that Churchill film with Gary Oldman, he played King George the Fifth. He did, yeah, yeah. Fifth? Sixth? King George the Fifth? George the Sixth. I don't know. New Zealand dude, isn't he? Or Australian? Yeah, was he something like that? Uh, that's why I didn't even get to say any upcoming films that come. In. Yeah, we just
1: we went on a rant about Batman and think Star Wars. There's some
2: other things here. What about um the Batman, the one with Robert Pattinson? Um, you excited for that. See the trailer for it. I was not excited about it.
1: I couldn't care less about it. And then I saw the trailer. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, actually, that looks... That's what Batman does, doesn't it? Yeah, it kind of does that. And it looks really different, doesn't it? It looks a bit... It looks very alternative. I mean, like I know we have now Dark Knight in our heads as the Batman franchise. yeah, And it is, and it probably is going to be better than what's coming out. And it is going to continue to be the Batman franchise. So you are going to kind of... They are going to have to always kind of keep living up, trying to live up to that. Yeah. But it looks different enough for me to be like, oh, hello. Yeah. I'm interested in this. I really like the look of the Penguin. Yeah. And I really want to see Paul Dano.
2: Yeah, he's well, a really that, good actor. That is
1: pitch perfect casting. Yeah. Him as a riddler, that is gonna be really good.
2: Yeah, it's directed by Matt Reeves, who directed um Planet of the Apes films. Yeah, yeah. And some other shit. He he's a really good actor. Rob Pattinson is turning into one of my favourite actors. He's in two of my favourite films of the last few years. Yeah, I'll to see Lighthouse. Yeah, I've got it on Blu-ray. I'm gonna watch I it. Stick that on um Good Time, he's really good in that. He's just kind of—he's just kept working after he got sort of um, shafted and put into this, you know, he got typecast, sparkly vampire bubble. He's been just grinding and doing some interesting stuff. So I think he'll be really good. Um, Yeah, I'm really—I'm
1: looking forward to it. I think um, the guy playing the commissioner.
2: Oh, um, Jeffrey Wright. Yeah, yeah, he's a really good actor as well. Yeah, I'll watch that when it comes out. What about? did you see um, Chernobyl? Oh, yeah.
1: You know the guy that plays the miner?
2: A yeah, Scottish guy.
1: I think he's Scottish with the mullet. Yeah. The kind of lead miner. Yeah. He's in that trailer, isn't he? Is he? Who's he's he playing? Batman. He's like got a mustache and he's kind of standing out at the front of this building in the rain doing like a press conference.
2: Oh, okay. Does, does he play like the, the Prime Minister? The Prime Minister President of Gotham time. or the, the yeah. Chancellor? Or does he of play Gotham? Harvey Bullock? The um... Could be him. He's like the rough, like bad cop detective in Gotham. Maybe, yeah, he's maybe him.
1: that. Yeah. Oh, but I recognised him. was so like oh, he's a bloody
2: good actor. Yeah, he's really good in Chernobyl. He's only in one episode as well, isn't he? He's in that the one episode where they. Yeah, get, one
1: or two. I think. Yeah,
2: one. They get the miners out to do the. I need to watch that show again. I got it on Blu-ray, but I lent it to someone at work So I have to wait till I like, get back. Best TV show I've ever seen. Yeah, pretty high tier.
1: Really, really is the best. I can't think of anything else I prefer over Chernobyl.
2: But Game of Thrones as
1: a TV show. No, I've, Game of Thrones is in the Star Wars category for me. Yeah? So sick of it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's It's not because... that I
1: don't like it. I actually do like Game of Thrones. It's just fatigue. That's yeah. all it is. That's my problem with the Harry Potter ones that keep coming out every year. That's my problem with the Star Wars ones. That's my main problem with MCU. It's not that I don't like any of these things because I want to be alternative and different and I want to have yeah. my own opinion and I have a voice and I also like avocado lattes. Yeah. It's not that. I'm. J- it's just fatigue. Yeah. That's all it is.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's only so much you can just give a shit about these things. Like, what was the thing we're talking about? What show? What film?
1: We were talking about Chernobyl and the Batman trailer.
2: Yeah. But what, was the, what was the other one? I've kind of lost track.
1: <laughs> well Star Wars, Game of Thrones? Oh,
2: yeah, Game of Thrones. Well, the Game of Thrones thing is just because... I mean, I think you'd feel differently if it ended well, right? If, yeah, If possibly, the show had yeah. ended well... Um, I'm surprised there isn't already a spin-off or a sequel show already happened. I think it ended. I think the backlash was so big. Yeah, well, that that's people the thing because to there was it. there was plan on doing a show about Robert's Rebellion or fucking some bollocks, but they decided. I think they've just decided not to do it. They filmed a pilot for it, and Nicole Kidman was in it or something.
1: Yeah, and then um, they were like, "Oh."
2: But then, yeah, the the was received well. Overwhelming backlash from series eight oh my god Game of Thrones it pisses me off thinking about Game of Thrones to be honest does it really yeah I get that's that's the only thing that I can really get annoyed about is that show I'm amazed well it's because and I always say this when everyone talks about Game of Thrones it's like we fucking stuck with that show for (laughs) 8 8 fucking series no like 10 years 8 series and it's like the only show I can think of where where am I going with this it took a nosedive. Yeah, it was just fucking. They just fucking ruined it. I never feel like a fan, like the creators or a showrunner, owes anything to the fans. But this is kind of as close as it gets, really, because we stuck with this show for so long, and everyone loved it so much. And for them to completely just tank, yeah, like it, was, that, it was. It was. I felt kind it... of disrespected in <laughs> yeah. a way, because like, it was just like, why? Like yeah. are these guys, there was no reason to do it. They were just. They could have, they could have left. Someone else could have taken over. You know, they could have stuck it out. Every project that they left to do, because if they wanted to leave Game of Thrones early, they ended up leaving that anyway. They were going to do a Star Wars trilogy, and then yeah, that didn't work out. Of Course
1: they fucking were.
2: But um, yeah. So it's just, I feel like totally all the cast they wanted to carry on. George R. R. Martin said that could have run for ten series. You know. Yeah. And the fact that it was just fucking that. that I mean, that last episode is absolute garbage. You know. Uh, yeah.
1: I, um, Particularly
2: the last, the, la- the whole last series is bad. But it has its moments of all rightness, but the last episode, I was watching it. and I was just like, I can't believe this is what they're doing. <laughs> can't I, believe this is the conclusion. <laughs> I'm amazed.
1: Really, I, mean, I feel like I should be as angry as you are because we like we kind of watched it at the same time. You know, we talked about it a lot when it was coming out, week on week, and blah blah blah. Yeah, but like, and I really, really liked it early on. You know, I'm I'm much more into fantasy than I am sci-fi. Yeah. As you know. And you know, it was really good. It was good not only because it was fantasy and there was not enough of that around as far as I'm concerned. Um, but it was clever. Yeah. It was witty. It was it was um a little bit on the nose. It yeah. was a little bit it was obviously dramatic, but and I feel like because it took such a nosedive that I should yeah. care more. But I think, well, it's, more like of, of I, I think it's more, I think it says the most is that I don't care about it. I'm never going to watch another episode again.
2: Yeah, well, the thing about like Game of Thrones start, is I just like don't care about it now. A- adult fantasy, there was such a gap in the market for um, that adult fantasy and it came in and it just sponged, just soaked it all up and everyone just fucking went mental for this show. And I think they just either they crumbled under the pressure oh, yeah. or they didn't realize it was going to be as big as it was. And for whatever reason, they thought they could just get away with just fucking shitting no, they choked. on everyone right no, the no, end. No, they choked. And I just... Yeah. Pisses me off.
1: Yeah. I don't care about it. Because
2: the ending actually made the rest of the show worse because I yeah. can't watch like... For series 1 to 4 are fucking amazing. And going from... You, you can't start, watch it. I can't can you? watch it now, but knowing that this ends up like that, no. oh, this doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. I can't watch Melisandre's fucking backstory, knowing that she just all she does is just light a couple fucking swords on fire at the end. Yeah, that, and it, then walk off. Yeah, you know, it actually hurts the rest of um, the show, the ending, not just because yeah. you, you can't just. I mean, I guess I could just stop watching after series four, but like,
1: is there any any characters you feel that got a justified end? A a well-earned conclusion, a a good arc by the end of it.
2: uh, Maybe Theon Greyjoy,
1: possibly. Theon, I think, Jorah.
2: Yeah, Jorah Moran, I guess, as well. The thing is, I I wasn't that pissed off about where everyone ended up in the show. I can kind of see... I can kind of see Arya sailing off. I can see... Daenerys just going insane yeah I it's the root is yeah the how did it, how do we get here i want to see it needs to be it needed to be stretched out i needed all that same character development that we've come to got used to um and they just fucking just didn't deliver do
1: you want to hear my theory as to why it went so bad
2: why it's
1: really simple really simple what so you know how the early seasons were 10 episodes one hour yeah well 10 episodes are maybe a bit over an hour Yeah, and then they started to have to squeeze more and more into less time. Yeah, so I think all the moments that you're looking for that gets them to their payoffs at the end, I think they're all there. Right, they just don't take as much time as they should do with them. Well, they're not expanded upon enough. Sure, for every for every one scene, for every four or five scenes that shows you how clever Tyrion is in the early seasons, there's only maybe one showing you that later on. For every yeah. every five six whole episodes, even showing you that Danny has got a little bit of a thing going on, where she yeah. might snap at any moment. There's like one of them towards the end. Yeah, and it just it doesn't take its time. Yeah, it seems to be hurrying to the finish.
2: Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I, I like I say, I was happy with where the characters ended up, pretty much how they. But it's just how they got there. It's just it was just just a joke. But yeah, I could talk about Game of Thrones for hours about how much I hate it. Um, what do you think about James Bond being pushed back over and over again? Because you know it was meant to come out like March. <laughs> yeah, um,
1: it's a weird one, James Bond. Actually, I think in terms of franchises, because I I quite, I really like the Daniel Craig films apart from um, Question of Sport. Um, I I like, I think they're really good. I think they're clever. I think they're gritty as fuck. Yeah. I think they're a bit witty when you, they're. I think they're.
2: <laughs> As close as of you can <laughs> sport. I just understood what he meant. there. <laughs> Quantum right. of Solace for anyone right. who didn't get Question of sport. Um, I, think I was thinking, like, what, what? do you mean, the the, the rugby player guy? Or
1: <laughs> yeah, Quantum of Solace, the second one. I um, think they're really good. And I mean, James Bond knows it's a popcorn film, doesn't it? Yeah. And it just with Daniel Craig, they weren't trying to reinvent the wheel. They were just trying to make their action-packed spy thriller popcorn movie as you know as serious as possible and i yeah. think they do really well so i'm looking, you know looking forward to the next one i'm interested in who's going to be the next bond but i bet you a million pounds is be tom hardy yeah um and i think that's media, another one i think he's the... on the star wars heap for me well, i'm sick tom of hardy. seeing his face everywhere
2: yeah he is in pretty much everything these days isn't he yeah so
1: yeah i think it'll be the next one Will be good i'd be sad to see daniel craig go i think he's done a good
2: done yeah. a good bond he's probably been the best bond um yeah, I mean, I haven't seen much of the other Bonds particularly. I think I've seen all the Brosnan ones, but most of them are shit.
1: It's a weird one with the Bonds, where they kind of any kind of recurring characters or anything else. It kind of the the series or the t- the film or something kind of depends on how good the character is. But it's like if the character can be really good, like Pierce Brosnan wasn't a bad Bond, I don't think. Yeah, but the t- the, the Bond films are pretty shit. Yeah, it's like how can your main character your lead where everything is called James Bond? He can be quite good, but the films can be
2: quite bad. Well, I mean, the thing with the Bond films is, is it's always just been an action series that's represented the where actions is at the time in yeah. cinema. So when Daniel Craig started out, that all the craze was like born. Yeah. So Casino Royale was just basically a Born film, and then the transition to um, action films became more like Inception, where they're big and epic and Christopher Nolan-esque. They're gonna be Skyfall. And since then, it's just been still in that kind of next arena. One's be John Wick. Yeah, I guess just a really that'd be great—a really small scale James Bond. But you yeah. can't really do that with like globe-trotting, fucking destination type. No, no, thing. no. no, no. I
1: don't think you need to have it like centered around London. There's a like what are they do yeah. in the Die Hard, where there's a bomb going to go off in ninety minutes. Make it a really small London, like a day in the like a 24, You know that show Twenty Four? Yeah. Make it do like a ninety-minute Bond like that, where he's got.
2: That would be great, but Something's going to happen
1: though. 12 o'clock tomorrow, and he's got to figure out through this route all over London of where this particular thing... Yeah, but when does he thing... bang
2: the girl? When does he drink the martini? It's 90 minutes. He's not going to ask that. When does he drive the Aston Martin? To... See, these are actual things that they think about. Like, he has to do all these things. All right. That's the problem with Bond, really. He can pull really.
1: up at the beginning, just as Judi Dench is going, Oh, no! He's <laughs> having shit!
2: <laughs> yeah. That's the th- yeah. But that's the thing with Bond, is he has to do these yeah, things. Tick the boxes. And that's always the... The cr- like the cr- it's always their crutch and it's also the thing that weighs the films down. Mm. In my opinion, I didn't like Spectre. I thought it was garbage. Yeah, I think it was great. <laughs> I think the, the last good the thing with these Craig Bond films is I've noticed that they go good, bad, good, bad. So we are due a good one. At yeah, this I didn't point. mind Spectre. Yeah, I thought it was a bit flabby. It was yeah. a bit
1: self-important. I didn't mind it, and I've, I'm a bit disappointed that Christoph Waltz was in. An average Bond film. Yeah. He, he, been been really bor- good. He, he was born to play a Bond villain, wasn't he? He just was born to play a Bond villain.
2: Well, that's know. another thing as well. Why did he have to play an already established Bond villain? Why can't he just play an original Bond villain? Why yeah. does he have to play Blofeld? We all know he's going to have to get this. I was the whole film, was like, when's he going to get the scar on his face? Yeah. You know? So I don't want to have to think about these things. I want to just enjoy the film. If I yeah. already know what's going to happen, <laughs> you she's,
1: know? A, she's a she's a lovely Bond girl as well.
2: Yeah, see, I can't even remember. I can't. No, no, really I don't remember stuff girl. like that about Bond films, oh. except for Eva Green in Casino Royale. I couldn't tell you what the Bond girl in Skyfall looked like. Yeah, was there even a Bond girl in Skyfall? Or was it um, exactly? <laughs>
1: that's a good point. Was there? No, it was Javier Bardem. Wasn't it? He was the Bond girl. Yeah. <laughs> the bomb girl in that was basically Judy Judy Dench, I guess, but not because they were shagging, but because she was the uh, the kind of go to. She was the female thing. Oh, Money Penny. Was but she? Yeah, oh yeah, it, yeah, I but
2: guess. But they don't do they don't do any shagging. They, they, they do, do
1: shit all with her. Yeah. Yeah, I'm quite looking forward to a Bond film. I don't mind a bomb film every now and then.
2: Yeah, it's interesting how they've kept pushing it back, though. Because you know, they can't release it because of COVID. Yeah. It was meant to come out in March. and it's oh, so still it is not, done and in the bag. It's it's fucking, it's... They, they tried to sell it to Netflix. They've tried to sell it to Amazon Prime, but they want too much money. They want like $650 million for it. Well,
1: I'm not surprised. And um, They'll get that back. It's a Bond film, for crying out loud. The well, new, I, Daniel Craig's last Bond film.
2: Well, I guess, but like, no one really knows. I mean, maybe they would. I don't know. But no one really knows what these kind of films on streaming services do, because they never release what it means if they get a certain amount of watches or whatever? Hmm. There's no ads on there, is there? How do they make money? <laughs> how do they make money? Well, I guess they'd have to From measure how many
1: new subscribers signed up just to yeah. watch that I'd one love film.
2: To, I'd love to know,
1: but and then measure second month people that didn't unsubscribe after seeing the Bond film.
2: I guess, but then that's how do you? That's not very monet. You know, it doesn't look like it's not. It's not like a box office is no, result, no, is no. it? Yeah. Morbius. Do you know what that is? Yeah, that's the uh,
1: Jared Leto vampire Marvel, wasn't it? Yeah, that's coming out. Or is it DC?
2: Is it Marvel? Marvel, but it's a Sony film, so it's not in the MCU. Or it might be, but we don't know yet. Oh, God. It's going um, to be in the same universe as Venom. I Did- haven't
1: seen Venom, because it had Tom Hardy in it. I can't stand his face. I'm not <laughs> going to see Morbius, because it's got Jared Leto, and I think he's the biggest prick I've ever
2: he is a bit Possibly. of a prick in real life. I've Absolutely
1: heard. self-obsessed in a completely and utterly average band. Yeah. Thinks he's Freddie Mercury. You're not Freddie Mercury, mate. Um, and just a, a general bellend. His name comes up a lot um, in, oh, this is a slight sidetrack that you're not going to find even remotely interesting, but it's an anecdote now. Um, his his name comes up a lot to play a Primark if there's ever a 40K film.
2: Okay. Cause
1: he's like, there's this prime up called some
2: Warhammer Ting,
1: yeah. So, there's this prime up called Fulgrim, right? <laughs> Who is in charge of this, yeah. He's have a beer while I, while I get this. Out. So, he, he's basically like this uh Venetian, kind of glamorous, long hair, completely self obsessed, cares about image and and sort of art and and sort of painting and renaissance and oh yes look how fucking incredible my penis is all this sort of thing right and uh <laughs> people in my little warhammer community be like oh yeah jared lowe's got that part
2: right what? why is there a character like that in warhammer why do he wants to paint a well, he's, tiny he's, he's, one he, of him
1: well he well he's not he's a he's a kind of he's a primarch so he's like in charge of one of the legions
2: right basically. but you can get him in figure form okay? yeah, yeah you
1: can get him in figure form yeah right He's a prick. He's a complete prick. He's one of the traitors, so he turns to chaos, right? In the end, Well is there like Warhammer books? Oh yeah, there's hundreds. Is there Warhammer films? There's a couple of fan
0: sort yeah, of made wait. things yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, there's no wait.
1: proper. There is no proper feature film. You, you should watch. Um, there's like I'm not gonna f- watch this. You, tr- <laughs> no, trust me. This is not about. It's not even remotely about Warhammer. It's um. It's about Warhammer. But- <laughs> It's not like Warhammer about right. Warhammer. But it's like, uh, there's this this guy that animated this series called Astartes. Right. Which is like five parts, and it's like five minutes in total. And it's just one guy on his laptop that's animated this kind of short film based in the 40K unit. Okay. And the actual, the film, cool. the film making of it, which is why everyone's gone mental, because there's not really a storyline. There's no talking or anything like that um it doesn't it doesn't follow on from anything it's not preceding anything blah, blah blah it's just a kind of short clip basically all about tension and drama in and it just ha- just happens to be set in the 40k universe but you should watch it it's in really really tense drama okay grim, well i'd watch dark. it
2: for the animation definitely
1: yeah, the animation it's one guy on his laptop like yeah, well, that, that impresses me. which is insane the quality of it is out of this world
2: dude yeah, I've got for a lot one, of respect for, for like YouTube animators because it just looks like such a fucking drag, yeah. and they get no respect whatsoever. Anyway, but yeah, let's m- I'd watch move that. on from
1: 4 k Yeah, so uh, you
2: hate you hate Jared Leto, but he's going to be in Morbius, which is going to be in the same cinematic universe as Venom. But I'm convinced that people only went to see Venom because they thought it was in the MCU, and then when they watched it, they're like, oh, I guess it's not in yeah. the MCU. So what would it, you have known that it wasn't in the MCU if I didn't just say that? I f- no. <laughs> no. Exactly. They just tricked everyone. No, no I didn't. Well, what what you is it in then? Well, Sony have this this thing at the moment where the Sony U? Where it's, it's kind of complicated because the rights to Spider-Man Sony own, but they've kind of lent to Marvel for the for the MCU. But they also want to make their own films with the rest of Spider-Man's characters, like Morbius and Venom. Okay. So but, then, but then it's more complicated than that because did you see Sp- the F- Spider-Man: Homecoming? Yeah. Michael Keaton played Vulture in that film, which is in the MCU. But the Vulture is going to be in Morbius, so it's like no. it's just really confusing. He was good. Mckay was good in that role. Mckay is fucking amazing. He's going to be really playing did. Batman again soon. Is he? Yeah, he's going to be in the new Flash film as Batman because Flash goes through time and goes through dimensions.
1: Who's going to be replacing Bafleck? Probably... What? I'm passing. Is that part of the DCU?
2: no well no one knows at this point <laughs> no one knows the whole thing is just a shit show the way they've organised the, the DCU a,
1: when's the Snyder Cut coming out because so I really want to see that and really s- really want to see that
2: well are you a Snyder fan no why do you want to see it then because I'm not
1: i Bat- I'm not a Justice League fan right I think Justice League was a but you like
2: Batman v Superman no well
1: then you're not going to like this. <laughs> I like Batman v Superman more than I like Justice League right but I think Justice League was such a smear
2: yeah, that, that um, film is garbage.
1: But Hot garbage. Ha, speaking of not really liking Zack Snyder, the first three quarters of Man of Steel... Yeah. Really like that.
2: Yeah, I, I mean... mean as
1: soon as the big punch-up thing goes on, that they hastily tried to rectify in the next film, where they were like, oh, look, it's the perspective of the little people under the buildings. We yeah. promised that wasn't just a punch-up for yeah, the guy well, they, they got
2: in so much shit, because... Everyone was just like, what you just leveled us how many people died? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Superman just killed how
2: many people? Yeah, fucking nine, nine all yeah, at once. Yeah,
1: exactly. So but yeah, the first three quarters of that film
2: I, I enjoyed. It's just, fucking, nice. it's just stuff. fucking boring though. That that like the no, first well, three quarters of it, it's just boring. It's just him moping around and Yeah, it, it is, but I would it really is. But I
1: would much rather watch MCUs and DCUs with that stuff. Yeah. Than with watching Chris Evans with his unbelievable triceps. <laughs> <laughs> just constantly yeah. punching his shield that has got that abides no
2: abides by yeah. no laws of physics. Yeah. Well, it's good it's good talking to you about this because there's always this conception about that there's you're either Marvel or you're DC. And I just I have no loyalty to either. I don't no. give a flying shit what the where these films no. come from. I don't care which writer fucking wrote them back in 1920. Right. No. I don't care what fucking studio they come from. I just want it to be good. Yeah. And there's this thing. It's like, well, if you don't like, I don't like the DC EU just because I don't think they or most of them are good films. I can't actually don't like any of them individually. But I'm I'm like I'm not going to fucking not watch it just because it's DC. And you, I, I know that you wouldn't. You don't give a flying shit, <laughs> whether it's get, DC or I, Marvel. I
1: don't give it. No, I we just I, want a good I, film. I, I so like, it's
2: interesting to hear that you like actually give a shit about this because I, I, I see all these people with these hashtags, Snyder cut people, and for the longest time I thought it was ironic. I didn't think people were actually serious that they no, actually no, no, wanted so,
1: this. Yeah, I, I want it purely because a lot of what has been hyped about it, it makes it sound less like a bish bash bosh look at all the capes, look at all the aliens. Let's, let's kill all the red shirts Yeah, and then go and grab a pint at the end of the day. It doesn't, it doesn't really seem like that. I mean, it's going to be a lot like that, obviously, but it does seem a bit more like the first three quarters of man of steel. In terms of story, I guess I did
2: like that. I I think it'll be just like v Superman, but much longer. Yeah. It might end up being like that. And, just let's, scenes here and there, just like what's yeah, going on. Yeah, and let's
1: be honest, it probably fucking will yeah. be.
2: But I would much you don't rather have a track record, you know. No, you fool but, me once, eh? You're fool me twice. How many uh, how many
1: DC plus MCU films are there? We've been fooled that many times. Yeah. I would much rather see this is why I like Chronicle so much. Yeah. Chronicle is by far my favourite superhero film. Yeah. And that's why I kind of like I, I feel a lot more sympathy towards Hancock. Right. Because it's not about being. It's not about the superhero stuff, right? For a lot of it, and that's what I really liked about the first th- three quarters of Man of Steel before, uh, before the box office took over. Yeah, and the uh, the quota turned up for how many buildings need to get punched in the face.
2: Chronicles a really good film. Chronicles Nine really Ages? good.
1: It's my by far my favorite superhero. I like Shazam. A,
2: Shazam Shazam is the only DC film. I, that's yeah. come out. Shazam's it's good, and because it's like. about it's
1: about kids
2: that have got problems. It's not
1: about how many uh oh let's see how many times well the, the
2: Snyder Cut's not going to be like that it's not going to be like Chronicle no, it's either. not but i interested gonna be like to see
1: whether, where it fits in with the rest of it it's not going to be like Chronicle it's not going to be like Shazam I just want to see how strong Mark Strong's jaw is <laughs> yeah. I don't, I'm sick of it I'm sick of those superhero films I think so far this podcast has been how many franchises don't we like
2: well how many franchises don't you like don't I like <laughs> yeah
1: which is uh, numerous. Yeah. Which We're, ones
2: do I like? Oh, Lord of the Rings. We've been going for like an hour and 45, so maybe we should wrap this up. Um, I don't know what I'm going to name this series because I didn't really give the last one a proper name, so I'm just going to just uh, call it something. Uh, if you want to reach the show, it's dishboymax at gmail.com. Send an email about anything and I'll reply on the show. Possibly Guy will be on it as well. And... Uh, yeah, let me know about some topics and ting. Yeah, give us some topics
1: because as you're off work and I'm bored a lot of the time, we can do this more regularly. Yeah. And we don't think of good topics so we moan about Batman.
2: Yeah, I mean, we covered a lot of ground in this episode, to be fair. But uh, yeah, we do need some more. All right, cheers, gangsters. Bye. Mm, this is a
1: thrill ride. Wrap it up wrap it up